Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lock Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're tonight's entertainment. Take me to the volcano! It's really called this. You have to ask for the vinegar with the mother in it. Oh, come on. Quick I need, no. Seriously. Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond, I don't know. I don't know if we'll have enough time. But uh, everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Welcome to Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Heat, New York Sports Talk Podcast Night. Coming to you live from Blue Haven in New York City on the corner of Houston and Thompson. It is Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. It's time for Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Heat. Talking New York Sports Night, Cal. It's not that big a deal, okay? Let's not get crazy about it. Except it's NFL Draft of Palooza Ganzathon Festigate. It's exciting. We're here live at Blue Haven. We, there's going to be a crowd. There's going to be get Steph. Get those guys. Get the, he, of course. What else would he be doing? Steph's a big guy, Cal. You'll see. I've seen him. Welcome, uh, welcome to the program, Cal. Welcome back to Blue Haven. Thank you. It's nice to be here. Yes. You are minus one gallbladder. That's right. <laughs> last time <laughs> you were here, you yeah. had a gallbladder. Now, not so much. Right. And then the last time you did the show here, I had just had it removed. That's correct. Which is why I wasn't here. <laughs> you were a little lighter. Without the gallbladder. But I'm here tonight. And You're looking very well. You're not peaked anymore. No, I should hope not. You're looking very peaked. I know. Thank you. Uh, it's a big night. It's a big night. You're wearing your tails. You look nice. I, yeah. Look around. You're all dressed. I put on a sweater. I know. You dressed up. I dressed up nice. Well, somebody was saying to me, oh, you're doing the show live tonight. Are you going to wear like a jersey or something? No. No. You've only been looking forward to this since December. I know. <laughs> Like every day. I had this. I I literally had this Thursday uh, circled on the calendar for four months. Like when they lost the game to the Chargers, like the second to last game of the season. I'm like, we're doing a live show Thursday the 25th. Uh, so we are live here at Blue Haven in New York City. If you are out there listening, please come down, uh, have a beer. Uh, there's a bunch of guys, Cal, watching the draft. Yes. Did you see me talking to that guy? I did. He's he's a big Falcons fan. Okay. They're going to be watching the draft. He said maybe 10, 15 guys coming down. And the Rangers are playing right now with a chance to get into the NHL playoffs. The Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn are Nets are in, the, in playoffs. the playoffs. Right. And the draft is happening. There's a ton of sports 
How are you? I'm good. Great. I'm good. Great. Nikki, hi. Great. Uh, we should acknowledge uh, the sound man. Well, you should more than acknowledge him. That's, I don't, uh, I mean, you what, did, what did you, you have in mind? Well, <laughs> if we didn't, I think. You're we, buying me nachos. Does that count? Yes. Nice. Nachos, nice. He's uh, in full control of what we say. He could shut this down. He just did it. Wow. <laughs> he just did it. Like when he wields this much power, bring him in. You're ugly with power, by the way. Thank you. Very ugly. Just with power. We're gonna give you this music. That's the PJ music. You're getting the PJ. music. He's getting different music. What's he get? I don't know yet. It's gonna be an on-the-fly production type thing. He's getting the different music. I know that he's actually not. You can tell. We're always talking about his folk group, but he runs his own studio. Let's go there next time. Let's go there. You guys want to come up? Let's do that. Do you have beers tonight? I, we could. All right. Sure. What do you like? Jay Maffali. It's... Uh, is he here? So nice. He's going to do the program. Oh, Maffali. Oh, Maffali. He's so nice. Everybody that's listening that's never met you envisions you with a huge muff bench. Yes. <laughs> like just a really yes, lecherous... Nasty that, business mustache. And and what little hair that I have, I grease it up <laughs> nice to one side. Nice. Sure. And you have the you know the, the, the guinea tea on and I, you're the full monster. I sweat olive oil, you bet. You bet. Sure. Uh Jay, thank you once again for doing the sound for us. My pleasure, An boys. Exciting night for us. Um they're bringing in the NFL draft, we're watching this, they're bringing these guys on stage like it's a like a like a lineup, like the prom. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, Jay's uh, going to be doing sound for us. He has a uh, uh, a studio called the Wind Up Shop. It's the Wind. It's W T H E W I N D dash U P Shop dot com. You know, I spent about a half an hour trying to figure out whether or not I should use the the hyphen in the web address, <laughs> and I finally decided to just do it. I mean, just do it. The hyphen is there. Uh, he has all your sound recording needs. Uh, <laughs> And all your supernatural elimination needs as well. <laughs> sure. And then, of course, there's this guy. You know, he's been training for this. And then picked up the newspaper on the way over here. Just that be put enough.
Uh, Jay, thank you for uh, hanging out with us tonight. We have no PJ, so we needed somebody to come in on the pop culture tip. Uh, give us, you know, who knows sports way better than PJ, let's be honest. And I'm a good eater. You are a very that, solid eater. Much like the top five uh, picks in tonight's draft. That's so. right. You are a very solid eater. You have not missed uh, a meal? No, I haven't correct. missed a meal in some time, actually. Now, <laughs> now we also, uh, our buddy Jess, Jess, Josh, thanks guys uh, for coming down. Steph's out there. What's the new guy's name? Dan, that's right. He's wearing a Tebow jersey. In Delicato. Yeah, in That sounds like Latin, like from Willy Wonka. <laughs> you lose. You get nothing. It's all right here on this photostatic copy. Explorable Monum Delicatum, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you, Jack. Um, guys, thanks for coming down. Hopefully more people are coming down. If you want to watch the draft, come in the back room. Cal, uh, real quickly... Before we get into the actual draft talk, we're just going to be, uh, and we're going to be joined by Joe Caparoso later. As Turn, well. on the Jets. Turn on the Turnonthejets.com. He's going to call us. He's at some big fancy shindig. Okay. Yeah. Well, the shindig. He's important. He is. He has become very important he is, over the last uh, six months. He is, as they say, muy importante. I don't say that. No. No. <laughs> Not since not. Mr. Genie's Spanish class in seventh grade. Do you remember we had to watch El Norte? I was not in that class. No. You, <laughs> no. I do remember that getting the permission slip because it was. Yeah. So look, we're going to talk about the draft for the next hour and a half, two hours, however long it takes. Uh, those of you in Blue Haven, you're out there. Come on back if you want. Uh, and of course, uh, thank you to everybody. Dearman's here, by the way. We're going to get Dearman back on the microphone. We haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. He's one of the owners of Blue Haven. Huge thanks to them again for sponsoring the show, for having us. <laughs> now it's morning radio. Now Jay. Now Jay's doing the sound effects for oh, morning radio. It's a sports bar for grown-ups. What do you want? He's got a kazoo. <laughs> now let's go to Jess with traffic. Jess, wacky Jess. What's going on out there on the 101? Um, so before we get into the draft, Cal, I have to do this. Now you. Let's go Islanders. That's universal. Everybody knows that. The New York Islanders have made the playoffs for the first time in 214 years. It's been a while. It's just a little bit. We just want to talk about them for we a have to talk about two them for minutes. For a second. It's been three. We've been doing the podcast for three years. This is episode number 137. Right. Never have they sniffed the playoffs. No. No. You could double the amount of years we've done the podcast. They still haven't been <laughs> they the playoffs. The playoffs. Right. They're in the playoffs. They clinched the other night. They're playing right now. How nice is it to be relaxed watching this draft? Oh, well, since I haven't been relaxed for the last two weeks, yeah. neither of you, um, every game has just been gut-wrenching. So it's nice to take a couple of games off. When we've ever done really that in, the, in a positive sense. That's right. You know, at least in seven years. And the clinching game was a great example of how far this team has come. They were thoroughly outplayed. They did not play well. And yet they stuck with it. They managed to get a point. Um, they came back from one goal deficits three times, could have easily folded up the tenth. Carolina was playing very hungry that night. Carolina's a good team. And they want to keep the Islanders out, obviously. Uh, to come back and have Tavares get that goal late was huge. And I just want to say, the other element of this is we're going. We're go- yes, we're going. Three. We're going to game three of the NHL playoffs for the New York Islanders. It, it can go to a game three, right? It can go to a game three. We are guaranteed. To be at that game. Um, 
I was thinking about this. I was talking about this with Scott and you. Uh, we're going with my brother, the Islander fan, by the way. Uh, the one and only, the biggest. Um, I have been to two playoff games in all of sports in my life. Because when you root for the, the Mets, Jets, Islanders, and Knicks, and basketball's really at the end of that. You don't really have many opportunities even, yeah. to go back. I've only been to one basketball game in my life. It wasn't a playoff and game. And it was not a playoff game. Decidedly not. By the way, those gentlemen are huge live. What, basketball yeah. players? They're tall. I was taken aback. I did basketball in college at Dayton. Whenever I did play-by-play, big difference. Go to the garden and see well, the NBA team. They're just kids. Oh, yeah. They grow up. Difference. Those big kids grow up. I did do that one game with Antonio Winfield yeah. uh, from Cincinnati, and I did a game with Anthony Hardaway. Penny? Before he was Penny. Before he was still Anthony. You wouldn't have happened to coin the name Penny, would you? That was me. Oh, wow. That was me. I even came up with the whole Nike campaign. Oh, with the little Penny? That's yeah. right. That was all me. Brilliant. That was, that was all you? Well, it was at the University of Dayton on a, like a 7-watt AM channel, so nobody really heard it. I think it was 7 watts. might have been 8 I used to do basketball games in college. I would do the play-by-play or whatever. And literally, I would get back to the campus and they were like, yeah, we couldn't hear it. We couldn't pick up AM 530. And I'm like, I was next door. I was like eight feet away from you. Um, oh, Jay is making a sound gesture and being a roadie right now. Thanks. You want? Did you just tie the scarves back to my microphone stand? He's doing it for the good of the show, though. He I'm was, actually taking phone numbers for you, too, from uh, girls in the front row. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> oh, no. My wife is here. She just raised her hand. Catherine. Jay's, Jay's lovely wife, uh, Catherine, is here. And, uh, yeah, she's not demanding panties, Tom, Tom, Tom Jones style. Tom Jones? No. Tom, yes, Tom Jones. Tom Jones, yes. I almost went. Who are you other guy? Tom Bosley? Tom Bosley almost never threw his panties at the audience. Never got panties. Almost. Right. Almost never. So I have been to exactly two playoff sporting events in my life. I find that hard to believe. Two. That's it. Jets. I had season tickets for the Jets for 19 years. They made the playoffs twice. In that it was the wrong 19 or they, years. They had two home games in that time. One was Jacksonville in the uh, divisional round in 98. And I was on tour with the show. Didn't go. Uh, not this show. Not this show. <laughs> <laughs> this show is not on tour. With the road company of Ready to Unload with Cal and Sambi. It's funny. Cal was actually uh, the guy from Happy Day. That's unbelievable. Yeah. With, which one? Ted McGinley? Was, was, no. Then we would have jumped the shark. Oh, right. We wouldn't <laughs> be here right now. If Ted McGinley was on. Did you see Ted McGinley was on, on Mad, Mad Men? On Mad Men, yeah. On the Mad Men, yeah. And there was a lot of... Ted McGinley was on last week. I know. And there was a lot of consternation that like, oh, great job, guys. You've killed the show. He was good, though. I thought he was very good. So, yeah, two playoff games ever. Two playoff games ever. So, I went to the 41 nothing against the Colts. So, they won both of them. And my other one... No. No, no, I didn't go to the 98 game. Oh, you were so The only other game... JoJo is here. JoJo, good to see you, baby. Thanks for coming out. Our buddy Joe is here. He's good people. That's absolutely. He comes in, insults people, starts insulting us. He's a good guy. He's a true Italian. Like, that's it. Just walks in the room. Hey, what are you doing here? Who let you in? Who died and made you boss? <laughs> he's, suddenly he's Dom Irera when he walks in. Who died? Who do you think you are? Um, what was the other playoff game you went to? The 2006 Game 7 of the NLCS. For the oh. Mets. Yeah. 
Otherwise known as the longest night of my life. Yeah. Not good times. That's it. You ever been to a playoff game? Quite a few. Islanders? Yes. Mets? Yes. What Met game? I was at um, all of them in 2000. <laughs> Ever? No. Oh, it's, oh. Yes. Oh. I was at all of them. World Series included? Yeah, one. I was at one World Series game. Were you at the Robin Ventura in 99, the walk-off Grand Slam? No, not 99. Grand Slam single, no. I should say. No. Uh, were you at the Todd the, Pratt game? The Todd Pratt game? I was at the Benny Akbayani game. Wow. I'm not sure Benny Agbayani remembers he was at the Benny Agbayani game. I was at the game in 2006 when Sean Green threw two guys out at the plate on the same play. On the same play. That right. was the first game against the Dodgers. Yeah, I've, I've been pretty fortunate with my playoff experiences. John Main started that game. Yes, he did. Game one. Game one. Playoffs. And uh, Paul LaDuca, everybody's favorite Italian catcher, okay? Had a little problem with the ponies. That's not his fault. Um, He made that play, yeah. It was, I think it was Kent and... I don't know. Oh, well, uh, uh, Drew. J.D. Drew. J.D. Drew. Right. Every, right. Every, the headiest baseball player ever, J.D. Drew. Well, look. Good job out there, J.D. Wait to pay attention. So the point is, we're going to the Islander game next week. It's a playoff game. It's playoff hockey for the Islanders for the first time in six years. Couldn't be more excited. Yeah. And they actually have a chance to maybe do something this year. They do have a legitimate chance. Uh, this team believes it's playing as good uh, as anybody in the NHL right now. And you know what? Honestly, the last month, Cal, has just been so enjoyable uh, for an Islander fan to see the five-year rebuild finally come to fruition. We should say, too, uh, the Rangers are up to nothing in their game in Carolina. They can clinch with a win. A win will clinch it for them, yes. yeah. So the Rangers will be in as well. Hey, our buddy Craig's here. All right. Everybody's favorite Chicago Bears fan. Hey, Craig, did you bicycle over? You took your bike? All right. Good for you. Down Wabash. Listen. How many players the Bears going to draft tonight? 33. 33 Bears. All right. They may take Ditka. Why not? Draft them again. <laughs> they may, they're going to draft Jim McMahon, Ditka, Singletary. I don't care. I don't care. And Gil Sayers. <laughs> the Bears are going to have a hell of a draft. Uh, Craig, thanks for coming down, brother. We'll get you on that microphone. Don't you worry. You rock the microphone. You're a little like a DJ, but not at all. <laughs> um, do, do you guys feel? I'm just curious, as Islanders fans, do you do you feel this is a, what's happening is bringing sort of you know closure or things full circle? Because pretty soon, your beloved team is is going to be in your backyard. They're going to be in Brooklyn. How 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 does this sort of magical run resonate with you in terms of? you know, closing a chapter and opening a new one in terms of the franchise? It's a huge chapter that they're closing because they were so successful on the island. Um, uh, 30 years ago. 30 years ago, but still. No, they were. But you can't take away from the fact that they were one of the best teams in hockey ever. That that run from 80 to 83. You know? Yeah, 19 straight playoff series. But I think, I think, a record that will probably never be broken. I think part of what's happening this year, though, is the fact that they've got it settled now that they are moving to Brooklyn. And I think that that cloud has kind of been lifted because there was so much uncertainty the last few years that they couldn't quite get over that hump. You know, they were developing their players and they were getting better, but they needed that last piece. They knew they, their future was in Brooklyn. They didn't know where their future was. And I think that helped a lot. Yeah, and that's going to make it, you know, the, the symbolic moment of the season is when they signed Lubomir Wisnowski to an extension. So here's a guy who didn't want to report, who didn't even want to come here, 
And then he gets here. He likes it so much. The team has a direction. They are actually going to Brooklyn. There, there is certainty within the franchise that he signs an extension to stay here. That tells you that good things are going on, that the franchise is moving in the right direction, and they get rewarded for this rebuild, finally. Can I ask a follow-up question? Please. Uh, does their move to Brooklyn mean that you are going to grow mustaches and make your own pickles? I think that was bound to happen anyway. Very good. Yeah. I, I, that question took me aback. I was taken aback by that question for about 30, 30 tenths of a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, no brainer. I, yeah. I, I started riding my bike again. Oh, okay. I haven't done that in years, so. Are you, are you using the bike lane, though? I think that's what. Yeah, it's a short. Right. right. <laughs> I've... Uh, <laughs> I'm, can you get an ironic hockey stick? Is there a way to do that? Like some sort of, uh, you know, can I can I be hipsterish? By uh, what what Joey? Why are you pointing at the pizza on the TV screen? It's, I have something that bothers me. Interrupt you. No, it's fine. We're just doing a show. Okay. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Get him a microphone, quick. Do it sweet. No, I don't need a, I don't need a mic. But Papa John's commercial. Yeah. Right. And every time I see it, all I think is everybody, everybody does exactly what Papa John. Where's the better? Wait, better than Papa John. I love that Mark. When they pitched him, they said, "Let's do this. You make pizza that tastes pretty much like everybody else's pizza." But at the end, we'll say nobody does what you do. Perfect. I love it. Put book it. How much? <laughs> that's great. So that's what I had to say. I'm gonna uh, go find a beer now. Not only does everybody do what you do, everybody does, does it, it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, by a lot. No, Papa John's inexcusable. Unacceptable. No, I, you know, no, no. We've, Look, we've been down this road. Yeah, before, if you're though. eight minutes out of college, it's unacceptable. Joey, though, this does bring up my favorite WFAN commercial of all time. Cal knows it. Cars for kids. Why? Because we've had the long-standing under. Long-standing. Why, why would you put that in my ears? Why would you put that in my brain? Under agreement that the guy sounds so much like Johnny Cash that whatever the pitch meeting was, it was like. Okay, we have this singer, uh, take a listen to this, and the guy sounds just like Johnny Cash. And they're pitching it to the guy, and he's like, he's like, that guy, have to have that guy. And they're like, yeah, but he sounds a lot, I mean, does Johnny Cash have anything to do with donating cars for kids? I don't care, I want him, it's going to be Johnny Cash. Look, it really has nothing, it doesn't matter. I want Johnny Cash. I have got to have him. And therefore, the most insidious melody of all time on the radio is in your head. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K A I Right. Oh, it's a huge scam. Huge scam. I think somehow Johnny Cash is collecting on it. It may be Johnny Cash. It may have been Johnny Cash before he died. Yeah, I'll do a cars for kids commercial. Oh, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. This guy sounds just like Johnny Cash, sir. We can't. I don't care. Get him. I need the Johnny Cash guy. That's gonna make people donate their crappy cars. Well, it's made people remember that commercial forever. Yeah. That's exactly. I'm gonna need to rinse my ears out with scope. <laughs> All right, listen. We're about seven minutes from the draft here. Oh. I wanted to tell you that we're seven minutes from the draft. Hot action. And I gotta get. I have to take your temperature. Okay. All right. Seven minutes from the draft. Yeah. I know who you want. Yeah. I've known who you wanted all day. Yeah. I've been very concerned for you. It's gotten awkward. Because yeah. not only do you want him, it seems like the entire world now wants him. Yep. Like they've been listening to you. Yeah. Here's here's the thing about the draft. 
and, and, and we've done, this is our third NFL draft show, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we did 210, 211, 212. This is our fourth, I think. Anyway, we love the NFL draft. Love, love, love. I start looking at film of these guys in, like, December, January. I look at my first mock draft in, like, December. Well, we've talked about this, but any, anything you can draft. Anything I can draft. doesn't matter. I want to get involved with it. Maybe later we'll do a draft of something. Pastas. Pastas, whatever it is. We've done the pastas, have we not? Yeah, we've done pizza. We've done bagels, uh, bread. I'm, I'm trading beer. up for the fusilli, I'm just saying. The fusilli, Jerry? Everybody I'm trading, I'm trading up. It holds the sauce. It holds the sauce a lot better than the Trading up to the four for the fusilli. We have a, we have a trade. Um, so we love the draft. Anything you can draft is a good time. And the NFL draft, I've been watching it for, you know, 10, 12 years before. It was in prime time. We've been watching it. And now it's become a cottage industry all to itself. It's on, on you know, Thursday night in prime time. It's magnificent. The Jets, of course, are the kings of the draft, whether you're laughing at them or here's, you know how this works for me. Every Jet draft goes the same way. Right. I get my hopes set on a guy. They take somebody I didn't have my hopes set on. I'm immediately infuriated. Infuriated, but like really angry. Like you, you yes, might flip the microphone over. I may walk out of the podcast. So now you pace for a little bit. I may need a minute. You know, you're grabbing your head. You're breathing deep. Cal's seen this movie before. A He's lot seen of time. for 15 years. And then what happens is you start to calm down. You start to come to your senses. And then, then you start talking yourself into the guy. Like, that's exactly it. Maybe this guy's not so bad. Then I begin to justify the pick. Immediately. It, it, it's a five-minute cool-down, I'm so mad, period. But now you're not, but you're not all in. You're just, you're kind of like weighing everything. Maybe it's not so bad. Not so bad. And you, then, you, you've, you've effectively cycled through the seven stages of grief <laughs> it's in, stages in, of in like 19 seconds. That's the impressive. seven stages of jet draft grief. It That's usually, it. It usually takes maybe a half an hour. But at the end of that 30 minutes, he loves the pick. And, and will defend it to anybody. I've talked you into the pick. And you, and you oftentimes have talked, I've talked everybody to everybody else. I've talked at least five people into the Jets pick. I've, made, I've, I've convinced them that Jeff Lagerman is going to be a seven-time All-Pro. <laughs> I have you convinced. I'm telling you, Kyle, Thomas. Kyle Brady is perfect for this offense. He's oh, perfect. Franken Brady. What could go wrong? You've never seen anything yeah. like Vernon Golston. This is how the draft Ever. works for me. It's a half an hour of absolute mad fury at the Jets. And then by the end of it, I will have you believing that Johnny Lamb Jones is going to the Hall of Fame. And if you think we're exaggerating, check back in an hour. I guarantee it. Last year with Copels. We were on the air. We were doing the show live. And the Jets take Copels. I'm like, I can't believe this. I, I mean, you know, I can't, I, can't, I can't believe they passed. 20 minutes later, I'm like, I'm telling you guys, he's a specimen. Yes, I sold you at work the next day. I told you. He's, he's <laughs> all right. I can. He's JPP part two. I'm telling you, my voice is way up there. Way up yeah, you're, I'm you're, very excited. You're two picks in the first round. You're animated. It's draftness. It is draftness. I saw somebody else use that term today too. Yeah, we've been using that for a long, a long time. time. We've been using it for fantasy though. Right. Uh, but Mary draftness too. Oh, thank you. I, uh, Jay, do you have a rooting? Why? Why am I Ed Burns tonight? Where I don't Burns? know. Wait, which Ed Burns? Wow. Brothers McMullen Part okay. 2. The only one. The Revenge. Why? Is that Ed Kooky Burns? Electric, electric Boogaloo, right? That was, I love that one. 
Excellent. That was the most anticipated sequel since Tin Machine 2 on the move, man. I love that stuff. That See, good. this is why Linder will always just slide like a glove into the podcast, because maybe three years ago, we did an entire show about anything being part two is Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Immediately. It has to be. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if it's part two, it's Electric Boogaloo. But that's a great question, Jay. Do you have an affiliation to a team? I'm I'm I'm, I'm Big Blue all the way. I'm a Giants fan. Okay, yeah, I knew that. Oh, you did. I did. All right. And I yet did. you invited me to the show. I did. That's, that's fine. That's fine. I'm a, Giants, wrong with that. I'm a Giants fan, and truth truth be told, Fearless is uh, my jam, not the Notorious. Sorry. Just, wow. You know. the, them's fighting words. No, it's, it's the truth. All right. If you say it enough and you believe it, it's the truth. Look, there's no about. way he's got, he never listens to the show. No, never. Except, I mean, we, we all know he never comes down for it. So except every week. He listens every week. There's going to be trouble. You no, guys are I, getting I, I mean, to a very sumo area, though. Like, when the head-to-head happens, there's going to be two big men going out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, win, win or lose, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat my ass off. I'm, I'm okay Here's with that. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> a, it should be an eat-off. Oh, no, he's going down. No, yeah, he's going be, down. you he's guys going should down. eat off. He's and going B, um, explain he, what you just did. He ate. moves like an offensive, he does, he moves like a guard. Like, he's really big. Yeah. But if he, you know, he pulls on a sweep, he is just, he's very quick. And he's dirty. And he's filthy. I, 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 yeah, he's probably going to win. He fights I, I, I like Jay Mafali. Oh, Mafali, Mafali. He fights like those guys from Connecticut. All right, I we're see. two minutes. Uh, uh, outside of the draft here, right? We're two minutes away from breaking down. Yep. We have a we have a number of good affiliations here, by the way. There's We're more well guys coming back. There's yep. some Jet fans coming back. Joey's a big Giant fan. Jeff's a big Giant fan. Josh, he bleeds with me. Don't you dare. We've been to games together. All right? We've bled together. So Josh is a big Giant uh, Jet fan. Jay Mafali doesn't care for the sport ball. I don't believe that. <laughs> what game were we talking about? Right. Yeah. He's too busy eating right now. There's, the nachos are delicious, boys. Thank you very much for them. They're really great. Can't talk. Nachos nice. Can't talk. Um, so are, are you? Are you guys? Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm sort of going to an area that's off limits here for RTU. But do, are, do you want to at least project with less than two minutes to go? Who you think the Jets are taking at nine yeah, thirteen? Or what, yeah, what, let's what's going to happen? Let's uh, do that. Um, so I've been on the Tavon Austin. This is if they keep the two picks with yeah both, versus both the trade. Yeah, we're, so we're assuming no trade. Don't think they'll do. Um, I want Tavon Austin at the 9. I want Chance Warmack at the 13. I will settle for any uh, combination thereof uh, and be ecstatic. And okay. away we go. And, and what are the chances of the Jets doing something outrageously dumb and taking a quarterback about 20 picks too early? Not as good as they were before John Itzik was hired. And Fair. not as good as everyone wants them. <laughs> That's the other thing. Not as good people want people want a train wreck. Is that the idea? I mean, oh, absolutely. And they look at the Jets as providing that train wreck. They're just yeah. expecting it. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, but we're agreed. And it's not going to happen. I mean, Sanchez has one more year. Yeah. Right. They're gonna. It's it's not a, a strong quarterback draft. He's this not. Year. He's not. He's cost prohibitive to cut. You might as well keep him on the team. You still have to pay him eight million dollars. If you cut him, you have to pay him like twelve. So there's no point in cutting him. So they'll, they'll hold on to them. They'll take them. We'll get it. So Cal, Cal, who do you who do you think they're going to take with those two picks? I don't know. I really don't know who they're going to pick. I know who I don't want. I don't want a quarterback that high. I don't want a cornerback, which is another popular idea that sure. they're looking to replace Revis. Um, this draft intro on ESPN is upsetting. I don't think we're the target demo. No. no. 
<laughs> then again, you know, I, I'm not even the target demo for that Jägermeister commercial, so I'm not sure what's going on anymore. Yeah. I'm not a rodeo when, clown. When you know, did we know. outgrow Jäger? I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't I, know. I know. <laughs> rodeo no, like, clown. Oh, and our latest member is the, radio, is the rodeo clown. I said radio clown. I'm the radio clown. You're the radio, the rodeo clown. clown. But Cal, Cal, what's your take on on Tavon though? Do you think do you think like taking a, this explosive playmaker could do a bunch of different things? I, if, if is worthwhile. Well, if he's available at nine, I think you'd have to take him unless someone blows you away with a trade. I totally agree. And and my thinking with Tavon Jay is this: the Jets, you know, they're going to take a, a outside pass rusher. They need this. They need that. The Jets have had not not had a playmaker that can score from anywhere on the field in years. And last year, they had the worst set of skill position players in the league by far and away. I mean, you can blame Mark Sanchez all you want, and it's easy to. He has not been good. He has regressed. But you can't surround him with Marty Gilliard getting meaningful snaps and, and, and th- that set of skill position players. So And expect the guy to be good. Appreciating that, though, Idzik has gone on record as saying, we're going to take the best player available at our position. Yeah. So if that means not someone who's going to touch the ball, or how how do you guys feel about that? Are you okay with that? If they wind up if they wind up taking, you know, a defensive lineman, if they wind up going for someone in the secondary, is that is that cool? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm okay with the outside linebacker. I do admit that that is a need, but there's no greater need on this team than playmakers. None, because you know what? You don't win game seven six anymore. Okay, and they do not have a player on that team that can take the ball to the house anytime he touches the ball. And it's you know if you're going to give Sanchez one more year and you're going to bring in Marty Morningwig and you're going to do this sort of offense and <clears throat> then at least give the guy a fighting chance. At least give him a chance. At least give him Santonio Holmes, Curley, Tavon Austin, Stephen Hill. Draft a tight end that will start immediately over Jeff Cumberland. Draft an, a guard that you can plug and play with and give the and, and then trade your fifth-round pick for Chris Ivory, and then away you go, and at least he has a chance. Cal, what about you? Are you are you okay with the idea that they with their two picks they could take someone who's not going to touch the ball every... Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely okay with it. They, because in my, in my mind, they have too many needs. They have too many holes that they need to fill. And I think that this is a draft that's deep in talent, not necessarily deep in starters, in, in superstar players, deep in talent, and this is the year that they need to fill a lot of spots. Next year... The, when they can go for it. the class is projected to be much better. Yep. The team is not projected to do this that well this year, so they'll have a high pick next year. I think if they're looking for a quarterback, they're going to look next year. Yep. You know? No, I agree. And, and, and it, I, don't, I don't have a problem with them taking a quarterback maybe in the later rounds. And I, Look, my love affair with Zach Dysert from Miami is well documented. It's gotten awkward. I won't say restraining order, but it's out there. Okay? His people are avoiding me. They're not taking my call. He's politely asking you to stop. <laughs> That's right. He's very he's a, nice He's about a very it. polite kid. Very nice about it. Um, but I, I do like Zach Dysart. But if you, oh, and here we go. Here we go. All right. So uh, Commissioner Goodell, who really, really covering himself in glory the last few years with his decisions, uh, is at the podium. Uh, people are watching the draft here at Blue Haven. It's really a cool scene, Cal. This yeah. is it. Uh, and, uh, of course, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are on the clock with the first pick. And uh, Commissioner Goodell is probably saying something about, I was not reactionary at all. Um, we're protecting the players while he has his fingers crossed behind his back. And uh, he's a bad lawyer, Cal. You know, it's a, he is. He's you know, not it's, a good lawyer. It's amazing when you look at the crowd at Radio City Music Center, which is where the music hall. Music hall. Oh, they're not Wait, at the center tonight? Not at the center. Oh, I thought they were. Okay. <laughs> Radio oh. City Music Center is in where? That's in uh, Poughkeepsie. 
Yeah, it's nice. Lovely. Right next but, to the Audubon Ballroom. It's right <laughs> but, it's, but it really is amazing that like every team is represented in the audience. And there. represented well. So Commissioner Goodell is about to put the first pick on the hey boys. Merry draftness. All right. Here's hoping, you know, they bring you something nice. God bless us, each and every one. All right, so except Commissioner the Jaguars. Goodell, Commissioner Goodell is on uh is in why not the Jaguars? I'm not a huge uh, here comes the Jets fan. Excellent. Good. We'll be we're looking out for you. Um now Cal, supposedly this pick is done, right? Yeah, well, all along they thought it was gonna be Jocko. Right. The, the tax oh look at who it is. There he is. Broadway Joe, I want to kiss you. Oh, Joe. Joe Namath and Phil Sims. Joe Namath and Phil Sims come out here, and Joe is looks like he's making an ass of himself. Not unusual. He'll make you forget about the Ted Offensive, though. <laughs> he will make you that. There you go. Another Mad Men reference. We got two in. Is he shrinking? <laughs> Joe, Namath, Joe Namath is somehow now five foot six. He looks a lot smaller than I don't know what he is. Joe, Joey, is it, is it me, or is it Namath? Is Namath like starting to look like that older uncle? That you don't invite to, to Thanksgiving dinner anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe looks a little... Hey, he won the most important game in the history of the NFL. Nobody can tell me different. Sorry. That's right. Um, so Joe Namath and Phil Sims go up there. We know that this is Fisher, right? That, that was the word late in the day, was that it became Eric Fisher, tackle out of Central Michigan. But it had been Jockel all along. Right. So it might have changed. And, and Fish Fisher was coming on because allegedly he they just felt he was more, a more versatile athlete. Is that why? <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. I think yeah. That's exactly well, right. Look, everybody makes fun of the Jets for being awful at drafting and having an awful plan and this, that, and the other thing. I was talking about this earlier. Some of the guys at workout. How about the Kansas City Chiefs? Joe Cap talked about this. They have a perfectly good starting left tackle who is expensive, yes. Okay, they traded for uh, – uh, uh, the quarterback, they traded for... Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, thank you. They traded for Alex Smith, so they have a stopgap quarterback at best. And now they're looking to trade that perfectly good offensive tackle to draft another one when they have the number one overall pick. Well, I think I think they Look, have the misfortune of having the number one pick this year because right. they would trade that pick any other year. Absolutely. But why not take the quarterback? What quarterback? I would, why not take Geno Smith here? For the number one overall pick? Cal, That's you crazy. But Cal, you don't... Left tackle is not a position of need. Well, the bigger, or, or take the defensive tackle then. Take Tariq Floyd. Take the bigger question is 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 why a lot of folks also thought that the Chiefs were going to engineer a, a trade, and that did well. As far as we know, that hasn't happened. But they so. can't. So they're on the Nobody clock. They're about 8:45 left here with the first pick. All I'm saying is this: with the with the cap structure for rookies in place now, you don't have to worry about. Ed- it's not as big a mistake if you draft a quarterback and it doesn't work out. Well, I, I Unless pers- you're committed to Smith for the next five years, which you can't be, draft a quarterback here. Draft Geno Smith. I mean, I mean. Well, I think we can all all take some comfort in knowing that Dwayne Bowe is is tweeting right now. So, <laughs> I, I I personally I, I think everything will be fine in KC. Well, we well, no well no what I was going to say is this and this year. They've announced that they're not going to tweet the picks they're out ahead of time. Tweet the picks out. That's right. Which that was a big thing, Jack. Linder, that was a huge thing. Our buddy was calling that three years ago. When we did yeah. this show three years ago, we we weren't on Blog Talk Radio yet. We had just started the podcast and we did like a live draft show. And it was the first year it was in prime time. And Dr. Ira Stat, you know, let's let's give a little shout out. Pour one out for him. Yeah, let's pour a little out for Dr. Ira Stat. <laughs> Please don't pour yeah. stuff on the equipment. It's very expensive. I know Jay's eating nachos, but he's not that distracted. Muffa! 
male, che fai? Non faccio una cazzata baffango. I'm busy over here making sure you sound beautiful. See, I said all sorts of curses there, by the way. Listen, got away with listen. My, my grandmother Antoinette would have your head if she heard me say <laughs> that. Grandmother Antoinette would be very upset with She me. would not enjoy this at all. So, Dr. Ray Scott, we're watching the draft, and they have the guys in the green room already that are going to be drafted. They're showing them on the phone with the teams. And stuff. They're ruining all the suspense of the draft. And then they're, and then they're tweeting it, like a, a full that was even before Twitter, though. Before Twitter, right. And Dr. Ray Scott says, this is ridiculous. They're killing any suspense they could possibly have. And last year, they stopped doing it. This year. No, well, last you know, year... They stopped showing them in the green room. Right, and this year they stopped. This year they stopped with the Twitter. I don't, when I was growing up, I could divide my, my friends into two groups: those that like to be surprised on Christmas morning, and uh, and those that you know looked under the parents' bed for the Millennium Falcon. So, you know. Those who looked under the bed for the Millennium Falcon, shame on you. Yeah, I mean, I, I looked under the bed, but I found other things under the bed. <laughs> I want you. I want you to know. Whole another therapy session. That's fun. That the Millennium Falcon was actually delivered to my house. In an in its in its actual box, not a brown box, and my mother was so upset that they came to the door and I answered the door before Christmas and I saw that it was the Millennium Falcon. You know, I heard I heard it outran one of those big Carillion destroyers to get to your house. Not too, the but. uh <laughs> it did uh how not the bulky, five par five parsecs past the not the bulky right. cruise ships, mind you. All right. <laughs> the upsetting <laughs> thing is she wouldn't let me play with it until after Christmas. She's fast enough for you, old man. <laughs> All right, Wait, now, my Falcon was very fast. Go on. They get ten minutes between picks, right? They do. Why? You you have now had five months. <laughs> You're about to go Andy Rooney on me, though. I'm not going to go in. I know. You're gonna, totally I'm, about to go Andy Rooney right now. I'm going to remain calm, but... Let me ask you why. Why does it take the full ten minutes? I, I get <laughs> that maybe... The, if you've been planning this for five months, why do you need the full ten minutes? I get, I get that they may be trying to make a trade. Here's another thing that drives me nuts. Why does this happen? On draft day, guys are tweeting out where they're going. I don't understand the Twitter. <laughs> now, that, uh, no, I, 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 I totally agree. We're, we're five minutes in now. Why five minutes in. Let's go. Chiefs. That's what Cal was just saying. It was his, his exact point. Yeah, I know. You never. Joey never pays attention to the actual show that's going on. Just me. Right. You know what? Five months of prep. We've already talked to his agents. We have a deal in place. You know what? I'm getting cold feet. They've talked to both guys. Okay. If, if, I'm if, a little nervous. If this is really going to take another five minutes, then I want to I want to just reintroduce something that you guys were just talking about. Steve, Steve, how serious are you? How sincere are you right now in talking about how Kansas City should actually draft a quarterback with the number one overall? All, all pick I was in the draft. saying was That's a joke, right? they have a left tackle already. They're yeah, treating this t- left tackle shabbily because he's expensive, so they're trying to trade him. Whether it's a quarterback, a defensive tackle, I don't care who you take. Don't take another left tackle when you have one that's perfectly good who's protecting a quarterback because who's not. You're making these comments, and I have to say, the ESPN cameras are flashing on Gruden, who's getting red in the face. Why did he look and like he didn't eat someone? I don't understand it. He's very angry. Probably for the same reason as me. You think, no, you think my, he's my saying that? Is, my point is simply... You don't understand the draft, you're blowing into it. Okay? <laughs> you have a right... Ta- That's the line from a Woody Allen movie. Kath is looking at it like I said something filthy. 
It's a line from a Woody Allen movie. But in, about about Woody Allen playing the cello. I was a very promising cello. He had no concept of the instrument. He was blowing into it. Um, but the the other best players available allegedly are are, are are other linemen. So I mean, you know, and if they don't have a needed guard, if they don't have a need... defensive tackle here. Take Sharif Floyd here. Do you have a problem with that? Take 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 Dean Milner here. I don't care. Just don't take another left tackle when you have a perfectly good one on your roster. And you have a million holes to fill. A million holes. You're right. That just doesn't make sense to me. Do you guys I, think that Sharif Floyd actually popped, could jump theoretically jump all the way, all the way up to number one? I don't I don't think he will. I don't think so. You have a you your point is solid. I know what you're saying. Right. And maybe Geno Smith's a bad example because they did trade for Alex Smith. I mean, and there is a much better quarterback left. I mean, it's the same argument that they're making for the Jets, right? right? They're making the argument for the Jets that, look, you have Sanchez there. Deal with it one more year. You're going to suck. You're going to have a higher pick next year, probably even higher because you're going to go 0 and 174, you know, because they're going to add games. Because you're not just going to go 0 and 16. You're going to be the worst team in the history of the NFL making the Tampa Bay Bucks look like, uh, you know, the Green Bay Packers from 62. So, and there are better quarterbacks coming out next year. There's the Bridgewaters and the, the Johnny uh, Footballs and the... Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, who, who still sounds like an old-time football player to me. Here comes Manziel around then. It's a flip to Johnny Manziel. He's going to score. He played, he played for the Providence Steamrollers, right? He did play for the Providence <laughs> He played... <laughs> He played for the, the Dubuque Barnstormers. <laughs> Here comes Manziel around then. He's going to score. It's oh. a pitch to Manziel. That's his fourth score of the game, Cal. Look out, ladies. He's single. <laughs> He's a total newsreel player. He really is. Slip into Squiggy? Like, <laughs> this is what happens when Hello. Kansas City takes 10 minutes again, to make right. their selection. Again, nine I, minutes. I slip into Squiggy. In. The pick is in. The pick is in. The pick is in some guy with a walkie, walkie-talkie guy? Really? That we were doing that? What's up? We got some more guys joining us. What's up, guys? Redskins fan. Nice. There's really a lot that goes into getting this pick There's announced. There's, I mean, really. Ten minutes? Really, Chiefs? There's seven people that have really? to pass the information along to another. <laughs> They're sending it via carrier pigeon. It's just like an, it's like the Olympic torch. Right. <laughs> Someone carries it over just here. Like, right. They have Len, Lenny guy. Dawson bringing it over right. to, uh, you know. They uh, did that one year, right? They had old players. Well, Corbett. Corbett is doing the Jets' second-round pick. Oh, okay. They don't do that for the first round. Wesley Walker, I think, did um, Stephen Hill last year. That's right. I think. But, but I like the idea of the chain, like classic players in the chain. Yeah. Just like from outside, like Deron Cherry is is back there, and he's taking the paper from from Dave Craig. Christian Okoye is coming. Right. He's just barreling through guys. <laughs> All right, here it is: the first pick in the 2013 NFL Draft. The Chiefs select Johnny Lamb Jones. <laughs> All right, so it's Eric Fisher, the offensive tackle out of Central Michigan. That huge school. Big school, Central Michigan. Couldn't be more anticlimactic at this point. <laughs> Could not be more anticlimactic. Are those really Chiefs fans in, in Radio City? Or yeah. You think those oh, are, yeah. Those no, are, no. Those, okay. They're crazy pants. Chiefs yeah. fans, they might pay for the crowd. For this, guy, this guy's putting a lavalier mic on that's taking a month and a half. Good, good job to get a sound. I think, I think he just got pinned. They're going to the prom. <laughs> it's, it's just, 
continuing with Cal's prom theme. That's what it seems like. He just got a. Uh, it's probably like some button that means something, or for like the homecoming king. Yeah, for like hold, a, hold, hold on to the night. Yeah. <laughs> now here's here's this a is the time to remember is playing by Billy Joel. Here's a good question. He's when, the king. Does the clock start running immediately after yeah, the pick? Yeah, on the clock. So Jacksonville now is Jacksonville on the is on the clock with the second pick. So we have Eric Fisher, the offensive tackle from Central Michigan, going first overall. I think uh, I think I Jay think, I think Jay hit on it before. Why did the Chiefs take Jay Eric hit Fisher? on him before? He hit on the point. Why did they take him? All right. Why did they Why? take him? He's more, more athletic. Why do you think? Oh, he's more, he's more athletic. I, I mean, his com, his, com, his combine numbers were better. Right. No, no, no. You uh, he's say that, sir. Uh, so he's you, more handsome. What's you know what Steve said? That's fine. Do you agree with the pick? Do I agree with the pick? Yes. Are you okay with it's, this? It's, you know what? Honestly, it's Kansas City. It's, it could be. Could be. <laughs> Look, we got a couple of minutes before Jacksonville, who could literally It's like go, Czechoslovakia. We'll be in, we'll be out. I'm not, I'm not worried about it. It's like we're going into Wisconsin. I got my ass kicked in Wisconsin. Um, they, honestly, anything dealing with the AFC West, I just sort of tune out. Right. While we have a second, uh, and Jacksonville's on the clock, they have about six minutes, seven minutes left. Um, boy, that's an unfortunate hat on it our really, It really is. That's a bad job. That really is. That, that's, not good. that's not a good hat. I said hat. I have a Did I have my hat on? Not a hard on when I woke up. A hat on. Darn it. You sure I can. I mean, honestly, honestly, I'm 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 really not paying attention until the Raiders are on the clock with the third pick. Because, just for fun, just because, for, because you just, just want to see just what the Raiders know. do. You just know. Which contradicts what you just said about the AFC West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing, Jay. This is episode number 137. Listen, I'm just here for quality control. And the thing yeah. you can't escape yeah. is Cal listens. He does. Listens to Very exacting personality, that That's Cal. That's what they tell you. Since yeah. I'm eight years old with this guy, yeah. listen to me. Yeah. Listen. He, he told he told the surgeon where to cut. No, no, no. You got to cut over there. No, no, no. I woke up out of the anesthesia. No, 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 no. Listen to me, doc. You did it wrong. In the pre-surgery consult, you said you were going to cut four inches from my left nipple. I'm me- I'm using the me- I'm using the metric system right now. I don't Rory's know. here. Uh, Rory, one of the owners here at Blue Haven. We are at Blue Haven. Let's mention it again. The sports bar for grown-ups. We love sports bar for grown-ups. Hey, you know what's great here? There's nobody playing pong in the back. Well, that's because we're back here. Yeah, we, are, we are preventing the pong be, from happening. There could be beer pong tournaments going on back here on other nights. We, we actually, we're, we're, we are actually sitting directly in front of the Rory, dartboards. Rory, what is that? why is that fan from 1947? You, <laughs> could stick, you could stick your finger in there and get hurt. <laughs> Take a picture of that fan. That's magnificent. It's a vintage fan in the back of this thing. Somebody call his insurance company. This fan. I, right. I'm still like... I feel like we're doing the draft in 1950. Maybe Johnny Mandel will go. That's an old Westinghouse 2000, I think. Here we are at Blue Haven. We're here for the drafts. Newsline. Somebody turn that fan on. It is a scorcher. I am exhausted and sweaty. Kennedy's dead. The Beatles are big. Oh, sorry. Wrong decade. So, uh, who do you like for your Giants? For your Gmail? You know, they've been, a couple of guys have been tossed around uh, on the defensive side of the ball. I'm, I'm, this sounds sort of uh, anticlimactic to what's happening in the draft right now, but to me, the draft is just a distraction from are we or are we not going to give Victor Cruz the money? I almost, I, I, not to be insensitive, but appreciating that they're picking 19th, I almost don't care who they take. I want to know. Right. I want to know they're going to settle things on the other side of the ball. Um, Gut feeling. Does he sign the? 
Does he sign yes. the tender and report? Yes. He'll be in the giant. I I think they're going to lock him up. I think it's going to be fine. Jess, Jess, does Cruz sign? Does Cruz sign? Please say yes. Yeah, he does, right? That's what Jason just said, too. How long? Four years, eight, nine million. You heard it from Jess Bellissimo. Okay? So what year does he hold out? In those what years? year does he hold out in those four? When does he go for the holdout? Year two? Nobody's as frequent as Mevis. I mean, Revis. Oh, I did it again. See what I did? Um, you, you did do it. Well, that's, that, that's a great point. I mean, the Jets factored in a holdout clause to prevent him from holding out. Yeah, they actually what, had to factor in a holdout clause for the guy. Like the Jets. They were like, you know what? We know you're going to do it. So let's just, but they screwed themselves, Cal. We could talk about, we talked about let's the Revis trade. About that right now. They screwed themselves. They did, because they, they refused to put the franchise tag, the ability to franchise tag him, and if they had signed him for this year to the contract that he signed with the Tampa Bay Bucks, Cal, they'd be paying him $6 million more than the franchise tag. Well, that, that, let's, let's forget the fact that he wouldn't have signed that contract. No, negatory. Regardless of what he said. Negatory, good buddy. Sorry. All right, so Jacksonville on the board here, where do they go? How much you bench? Well, they like the offensive tackle. What are the Nets doing? We got a Brooklyn Nets fan. What's the, they get that guy back in. Um, do they go offensive tackle? Look, they have the Blaine Gabbert solution. I think they have the same situation as the Jets. They paid Gabbert a lot of money. Yeah, but you know, maybe they're holding out for Tebow. That <laughs> Jacksonville is a complete mystery at this point. You don't know. They have a new GM there. They could take anybody. They could. They, they could trade that thing. What about, take no, anybody. What about what about a local guy in Shreveport? I mean, maybe they go for it there. They could, but they they need help on that offensive line. I mean, Jokel is the pick here to me. If you're invested in Blaine Gabbert, which Dan's here, Dan, our buddy Dan, Danny Bacala is here, Dan, Dan, okay, it's a nice to see you. You look nice. Hey, Dan, the Jets haven't screwed up the entire draft yet. Good. Yeah, no, they haven't gone yet. Uh, our buddy Dan is here. We'll get him on the mic in a bit when the Jets are up. Um, but they need to go offensive tackle because they've committed to Blaine Gabbert. Well, if you go, if you want to go offensive tackle and you want to go best player on the board right now, it has to be Jocko. It has to be uh, Luke. Uh, they, they, now the pick is in, so we're getting rumors. The word, Dan, the pick is in, Dan. Hey, can we get Nello to just bring us up a card every time the pick is in? Um, yeah, sure, Dan, bring beers. Don't worry about it. Can we get Dan to bring us up a card? Like it, cause it could just be blank. So wait, help me out. Have, have they have they committed to Blaine, or did the current regime inherit Blaine? They inherited him. No, he the new GM inherited him. But, right. So I mean, what are they going to do? Take Geno Smith, my guy? <laughs> he's, he's, he's your guy. He's well, your guy. Well, 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 that's a good question. Why wouldn't they take Geno Smith? I don't it's know. Good enough for Kansas City. It's you might tell me. I'm asking you. Because you think they should. I'm sitting here with you. So every team that we're looking at here should take Geno Yes. Because they only According, according to Steve. According to Steve. Okay, <laughs> right? thanks. Way to completely negate me as any sort of person who's paying Wait, attention to the draft. Does ever. Geno Smith know this? That Geno this Smith does not know this. Is he sitting in the green room wondering? If, <laughs> if Geno Smith knew that I was he listening to this, right? he might be listening right now. He could be. All right, so the commissioner is at the podium. And the selection is in. Jaguars have new uniforms. They're new logo new. and everything. Yeah, that's those new uniforms. I don't buy the That's a really catty-looking Jaguar. I don't mind. Someone said they look like an arena. And it's Jokel. Jokel. Okay, so they take Luke Jokel. They go chalk. All right. They go, I don't, I don't they go with the chalk pick. 
Okay. On the second pick of the draft. They're going chalk already. They're going chalk. Um, they take Luke Joko, the offensive tackle out of Texas A&M, of course. Uh, really good player. Solid pick, safe pick. I think Joko and Fisher were, were interchangeable. Really? Yeah, I do. Have I you do. told their mothers that? Because I bet you their mothers don't feel that way. No, I'm sure. My son, Luke, is better than any of those other offensive tackles. I'll it's, tell you that much right now. It's interchangeable. So you can put the phone down for a minute? He's talking. You know how much money he's about to make, Jay? Do you have any idea? Who's he talking his to? His agent. Who's he talking his to? His agent. His agent already knows how much money he's That's making. That's correct. And his agent's just telling him, you just made amount of money. <laughs> a food load amount of money. That's what you just made. A Haitian food load of money. All right, so we're moving on to the Raiders. The Raiders are on the clock. <laughs> did, now, has anyone, did anyone happen to see that little uh, piece on the network that we won't name um, regarding <laughs> that should, that should remain Jamarcus, uh, J- the Jamarcus Russell story comeback? Is that on Lifetime? Oh, yeah. It was magnificent. Yeah. Here's the so, thing about so. Jamarcus. I got a big uh, Raiders fan at work. Uh, Mike, he's great. Great. And Pinheiro, <laughs> like, you know, just every time a Jamarcus Russell story comes out, he's like, I'll tell you, you want him? You want him? Please? Can you take him? He's in Jeff Garcia's uh, camp. He's, in the camp he's with lost Sanchez. 45 pounds. With Sanchez. With Sanchez. Yeah, but Jay, he's lost 45 pounds from his belly to his ass. I mean, he's still <laughs> like, he's still like pushing like 325. Do you think Jeff Garcia is looking around that camp going like, what, what is this? <laughs> Jeff Garcia is running the quarterback island of Misfit Toys. <laughs> this is not exactly what I had in mind. He's running uh. a camp that is the, the island of Misfit Quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, like Sanchez over there, like, <laughs> who wants the Charlie in the ball? I'm just the quarterback. I can't throw anything but interceptions. I wish somebody would pick me. Oh, look, here comes Ryan Fitzpatrick now. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be a dentist. <laughs> We've been waiting for We're him. just misfit quarterbacks. <laughs> here comes Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's just in there shaking his head every time right. somebody walks through the door. He's the, he's the cowboy who rides an ostrich. Who wants a quarterback? Who went to Harvard? Who went to Harvard? Who went to Harvard? We're all misfits. Oh, Kevin, yeah, call. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what have I hey, done? Hey, uh, Jeff, Jeff, Cobb's here. Yeah, no, Cobb, Cobb just showed up. He's here. He's here. Yeah, no, Kevin Cobb wants to get into the camp, too. Tell him not here. <laughs> it's, like, quite a, it's quite a camp you're running here, Jeff Garcia. Tell him, tell him, quite a camp. Hey, uh, at that, at that point, Jeff I could... Garcia, Achilles Smith called. He, he was wondering if... If the camp is open to everybody. At that point, I envision him like Mark Harmon in summer school. Let's just all take a moment to comment on Mel Kuyper's hair. Just a quick moment. Take it in. What do you want to say? I mean, 25 years of greatness. I don't think <laughs> he changed. <laughs> the dream has come true. Catherine wants to know, wasn't he the eagle on the Muppets? <laughs> The great part about that is, Kath, the he definitely is. And the other two guys are Statler and Waldorf, like, around us. Right. I thought this was a draft. <laughs> you took an offensive tackle. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I'll say he's offensive. Kath, <laughs> did, the, did, the, did the eagle speak? What was the voice of the eagle? <laughs> he no, was, honestly, what he was, was your voice? He was eagle? very stiff. He was, he was like very stern, American, American, right. conservative American eagle. Yes. 
excellent. I'll say he's a quarterback. I want my quarterback. <laughs> so the Raiders. The Raiders. What do you think? That was in honor of Chris Berman. How many times do you think he's done that? <laughs> right. Hey, can we get an over-under on how many? The Raiders. Uh, Berman has done at this point. Can we get an over-under on, on, on uh, how many months it's been since Berman left the whole Nutrisystem plan? <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> How long ago did that contract with Nutrisystem for the endorsement deal expire? I don't know. At least at least 68 lasagnas ago. And my brother just texted in. He's listening to the show live. Hey, Scott, let's go Islanders. Uh, wow, I'm like Casey Kasem now. Now I'm doing shout-outs. This one goes out to Scott, who's listening in in Wonton, New York. Hey, Scott. The Eagles' right. name was Sam. Guys, do you see the Sam. what they're putting up right now for the Raiders in terms of who they selected, who the next player was? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear another thing about the Jets after seeing this. <laughs> I mean, this is magnificent. In 2004, they select Robert Gallery. The next player selected is Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> Good job, Start everybody. There. Good job, guys. Everybody the in the Raider they, camp just saw that. Gra- Did you see that graphic? The year they took Jamarcus, the next player selected was Calvin Johnson, who Lane Kiffin allegedly lobbied Al Davis to pick. It was the last, like, five Raider picks, and the player selected directly directly after was, like, C.J. Spiller, it's, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. They just they just made, like, the, the – seriously, they made the, the, they made the Jets. They made the Jets look like the 49ers. You can't blame them anymore. What's great about this is the Eagles are looking at this pick, and they're thinking, we're going to get Barry Sanders. Oh, this is great. It doesn't matter who they pick. It doesn't matter. No, this is – Cal just made a great point. Like, I'm tired of hearing about the Jets draft when I see that when I see that logo. The, hey, look, we talked about the idea that you know the, the, the same guy who's been running the Jets draft for ten years is still running the draft. He's hit on some. He's missed on some. Exactly, and it's, it's tough. Fine. It's tough to hit on a bunch when you only have three picks. Right. So he drafted Revis, he drafted Copeland, he drafted Wilkerson, he's drafted very good, solid players. Drafted uh, uh, Dustin Keller, who's a solid player for them for three years. He drafted Slauson, he drafted DeBrickishaw and Mangle. He's drafted solid players. I, that's not exonerating Bradway from the decisions he's made. He's made some bad ones. But if you only have three picks and you screw up two of them, not a good percentage. Not look, and the third one is Sanchez. <laughs> not going to look tra- good. Who you traded up for? Who you traded away your draft for, exactly. Right. What's great right here, Dan, the Raiders could literally take anybody. Who is answering like, the Raiders' phone right now? Who is that? <laughs> That's Abe Vigoda. What's going on? That's Al Davis's father. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like. Why is Fish working the phones for the Raiders? That guy. Oh, good wow. fan. Family restaurant, good food. Tessio. Tessio is apparently working the phone for the Raiders. rotary phone. <laughs> Mike, tell tell Lane Kiffin it was just business. <laughs> it was just patching, patching the call through. Tell Lane it was never personal. Never it was personal. always business. This the, is, uh, but this is intriguing because really, who are they going to pick? Oh, and by the way, Cal, uh, the Ranger game is 2-2. Carolina has come back and tied that game. Wow. And meanwhile, the Bucks are tied with the Heat. The Knicks and the Bucks and the Hawks and the Heat. Um, yeah, the Raiders could literally draft anybody here. It could be anybody. When you looked at the and top a- 30 prospects, it could <laughs> be any one of them. And apparently, the guy on the phone for the Raiders is talking about Whoa. having... Whoa! We have our we first have trade, We have a big everybody. announcement. Our first trade, everyone. Dan, take your pants down. 
First trade. We talked about it. I thought that was... No? <laughs> the Raiders... So angry at me right now. I don't think that was... was, was the, so the Raiders have dealt their pick to... <laughs> the Raiders have uh, dealt their pick to the Miami Dolphins. So the Miami Dolphins are on the clock. Now, do they get a fresh 10? No. I hate... I hope they don't. No, they don't. Do they get a fresh 10? They don't, right? No. And the, and the pick is in. Now, the Dolphins are selecting 12th overall in the draft, well, so... Well, are they... Well, we I don't know. Are actually. they? I don't know. We don't know. We don't know what the pick was for. Right. So here we go. The Dolphins staff finally. Mingi, my nudge. How much did you eat? Wow. You were like Steph was like uh, what's his name? John Panette. You be here for an hour. You you eat so much you go home now. I want to get so big. I'm gonna give you my expert analysis on this. Okay, I did not see that I'm gonna coming. Bro, I'm going to break this down for you. You're going to bro this down for yeah. you? There's no, you don't realize there's no way this breakdown includes the Raiders getting the 12th pick back. There's just no way. No. What I'm going to what I'm going to say is that Miami made this trade because they obviously liked somebody really good. Or a lot. Or a lot. They wanted somebody at the three. So they know exactly who they want. They did. I can't believe This but is very surprising. But who could it be? Who could it be now? Whoa. Why don't I have that card? That's a terrible job. I want to make sure I understand No PJ. They traded up because there was someone they really coveted. Yes, I think so. I see. I'm not sure. All right, uh, Commissioner Dell's coming to the podium. Okay, Dell. All right. Here he comes. All right. Dolphin selection. Here it is. Okay. Everybody loves the fish. All right. Very good. They do the right thing. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what the pick is. Okay. Okay. All right. Dion Jordan, the outside linebacker from Oregon. Wow. Wow. I feel reach. shocked. Hey, Cotton, I feel shocked. Is that our first reach? That is shocking. Is that our first reach? Can we get a collective reach? Oh, my. Number three, wow. Oh, and somebody's crying. It's a very emotional day. Hey, guys, what do we got? Is that the girlfriend, the mom, Wait, or girlfriend the sister? Should he be standing? Well. Should he be standing under the Redskins logo as they're filming him? It's <laughs> very confusing. And he has a Redskins tie on. Very. He went bow tie, by the way. We have our first bow tie of the night. Good job. Deion Jordan goes bow tie. Apparently, he's going to read us the nightly news his, shortly his, after his, his table. They're all dressed like they're going to the Golden Globes. <laughs> this is very, it's very fancy. I feel, I feel like underdressed. I didn't know he was this. nominated even this year. He was really good on. Uh, on he was Home really Man. good in that thing. He was great on in that, that thing. thing, that show. The he thing on awesome. that show on the network. It was awesome. Hey, look, Cal, Dion Jordan was the guy who was talking about for the Jets. I mean, it's a good pick. Flipping that far, it's a great pick. He's, he's an athletic so- freak. He's a solid player, and you can't fault them. It just it seems a little high. It seems weird that you trade up to get him. We need to find out. We need to put our top people, or in Raiders of the Lost Ark, top but men, there has been on what the trade is. I want to know what yeah, the trade there, is. There's been no announcement what, about what happened with Miami's 12th overall pick. What's going on there? Uh, I would imagine they traded it. Right. Scott, uh, my brother, just uh, texted in again with a great point. He said some mock had Deion Jordan going as high as four to the, to the Raiders. So this is not a huge stretch in where he's taken. I think the trade-off by the Dolphins, who have been the champions of the offseason, by the way. But they won the uh, the AFC East, by the way. Did you know that? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, it's over. It's finished. They well, won the AFC East. The other side of this, this statement is yeah, congratulations. The, the, the Raiders' willingness to trade this pick. So, so again, what, what, what did they get? 
Well, I think I think what'll, what'll it cost, man? What'll it cost? Well, a lot a lot of that probably has to do with the fact they didn't know who to pick. They saw that graphic come up on the screen before. <laughs> right. and they oh, said, wait a minute, we don't oh. wait. The Raiders are like, we're not screwing this up again. Maybe maybe five five straight not, years is enough. Maybe it's better to not have a pick. Exactly. Maybe, maybe you know what? We don't make a pick. So no, maybe we don't. Who needs, the, who needs these picks? They're overrated. You know Come what's on. interesting? If we don't make a pick, what could go wrong? Could, no. they, could they trade all the way down so that they have the last seven <laughs> picks of the draft? In the seventh <laughs> Great. The last seven picks of the uh, of the draft are just the Raiders. Just Raiders. They're going to keep trading down. They, uh, it's, uh, it's feeding back in my cans a little bit. My cans. Oh, Let's bring in Jay Mafal. Are, are we doing that? No, I'm a fan. Oh, I, I have no other way of telling him. You got a little what, feedback, do you, do you? Do you have a chalkboard I can hold up for him? This is the cow brought. Did you bring the whiteboard? Listen, you spent half Some your day it. texting. You couldn't send me a little text? <laughs> yeah, I send me a, I'm texting now as we're doing the show. I can't send you a text. I guess we're having That's problems better. with phones. The sound, look, the sound is magnificent. <laughs> Don't suck up now. Cal just did indignant Francesca. It was really good. Okay. Hey, the phone, uh, phones don't work? Okay. Speak, speaking of texting, we've gone for, we've been on the air for a little while now. We haven't spoken once about the social media crying game that is Manateo. What's, 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 what are we going to do? What's happening? Are the Ravens, man, baby. Are the Ravens uh, uh, going to take him with the last pick of the first round, as, as a lot of people num- say? Yeah, I've seen a number of mocks. He obviously helped himself a ton on his pro day, apparently. So, because he had an awful time at the Combine. He obviously helped himself. Look, he's got to go to a very specialized team. I think the Ravens are a great fit for him mm. because they will utilize him properly. They don't need him to come in and be Ray, you know, Ray Lewis. They can utilize him in coverage. They can use him as a two-down guy. They can use him you know, on third downs. He's a very specialized player. I think he's got really good football instincts. I think that's clear. He plays with a super high motor. I think the comparison to Erlacher... Like saying, oh, you know, he's, there are the same questions about Erlacher coming out other than the fake girlfriend yeah. <laughs> about Manti Teo. Uh, yeah, I think Erlacher was pretty much convinced that Jenny McCarthy did not have an Adam's apple. <laughs> Is there any chance that was, the that, was a safe, that was a safe bet. Would the Giants you know, you know something? I mean, the Giant, I mean, the Giants do have a reputation for taking on some troubled people and straightening them out. I mean, that's, that's been the history of that franchise for, gosh, more than 20 years Lawrence now. Taylor wrote the book on troubled people. Sure, sure. But, I mean, even taking people who are reclamation projects in that regard. It's, oh, so, okay, here we go, guys. We're getting the breakdown yeah. of the trade. Here's the trade. So the Dolphins get the third overall pick from the Raiders. The Raiders get the Dolphins 12, and then the 42nd, which would be... The second round. The, the Dolphins' second round. The 10th pick of the second round. That's, that's not a bad trade. No. You can't not, at all. not at all. And I'll tell you why, because earlier we talked about the fact that it's a deep draft. Yep. And the value supposedly is to be had in the second and third round. So they, the Raiders just, you know what? Raiders may have just made a smart move. The Raiders are going to get the 12. Wait, guys, if the Raiders get the 12, what are the chances that they could wind up taking Tavon Austin? It's very, very possible. Unless somebody wants Austin and trade with the Raiders, and the Raiders trade down again yeah. and pick up more picks. <laughs> I wouldn't put that out of, uh, out of the question. But now they've got the they've set themselves up very nicely. They've got the 12, they've got the 36 or 35, which is the third pick of the second round, and the 42. So you're gonna get three top players now out of that. Yeah, that's not a bad. That's a good trade. It's a, it's a great trade. Well, great trade. I'm just surprised that they got somebody to move up 
in this draft. Like, we into the top six picks. The Dolphins really like the We did not hear a ton of interest about moving up into the top six picks of this, or, or the top four picks of this draft. How much of that do you think uh, is is re- results in the smoke stream? Is, is baloney? <laughs> or malarkey? No. There's been a lot of things that, that, that go out in the media in the days leading up to the draft. This team wants this guy. This team wants this guy. How many? How much of that do you think was um, that they were afraid that Jordan wasn't going to be around for them? Look, do you think they bought the smoke? The smoke screen. I think they did. There was more smoke this week for the draft than you know, like Don Draper in a meeting room after a meeting with Lucky Strike. Like the smoke screens were unbelievable, unbelievable. This was, and I'll give you an example. I don't think for a second that the Jets are interested in Ryan Nassau. Or, uh, I, I don't. I don't think for a second they're interested in him. Well, do you think they 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 bluff it I and get the they, Bills to make I a deal? I think they are bluffing it to get the Bills to take him at eight to make the end. They had him in for a visit and they send Marty Morningwig to go watch him play. And I don't think they have any interest in drafting. Why not? I will. That's how thick the smoke is. I, I'll give you more smoke. I don't think the Bills are interested in it. I agree. So I think that it's, it's like the double reverse smoke screen. It is the double. They pulled a double secret probation. Right. Wait. So the Jets think they're pulling a fast one, but the Bills are pulling a fast one on the Jets. Mr. Blutowski. No great point average. All classes. Incomplete. Any opportunity I get for that, I you, need to take it. Cal, you, you honestly believe that the, the Bills, uh, Eagles, Bills are just not interested? I don't think they are. The Eagles are... Uh, are on the board, and they have their selection. Here we go. Eagles selection. Who you got, guys? Who do you think? Donovan. Shout it out. Donovan McNabb. (laughs) They took Lane Johnson, the offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. So three of the first four picks. Offensive tackles. Offensive tackles. The big, ugly. We got a lot of steak and eggs going on. I'm telling you, man. These guys can eat. I'd like to welcome a buddy of mine. I haven't seen him in so long. Andrew Marcus here. Cal, you remember Andrew? Sure. Andrew called welcome, into Andrew. the show very early. What's the Rangers score? What's the Rangers score? Tied at two third period. All right. Is Greshna playing? <laughs> get, it, get the man on my But of course. So the, he's a huge Rangers fan. Huge. Uh, Andrew and I went to college together years ago. We did those basketball games on the air for Dayton. We did those games. Andrew was uh, was a beautiful color man, magnificent. Actually, we had one of the funniest moments ever in the history, in my radio history. We had one of the funniest moments. I can tell you. Do we have time for this story? Well, you've got seven minutes. And All right, seconds. I got seven minutes and forty seconds. So we're doing play by play for the Dayton basketball team in college, right? And Andrew, my buddy Kevin, and I were like a team. We would rotate in. One guy would do production, and then the other two guys would do uh, play-by-play in color. But an agreement was you had to do a women's game to get the good men's games. Like we, like I was saying before, we did you know Memphis. We had you know Anthony Hardaway. We did Tom Tony Winkfield. But you had to do a women's game. So I was acting as the producer. I was back in the studio. And my buddy Kevin and uh, Andrew were doing play-by-play in color. And they had never done a women's basketball game before. And they had never seen women this tall in their lives. And this girl, who are you guys, who are we playing? No, no. This girl, no, no, it's a family program. This girl, this girl runs on the court. And my buddy K-Mac, while on the 
there doing play-by-play goes, and uh, whatever her name is, checks in, and she is huge. And I'm in the studio cracking up. He's like, I have never seen a woman this large in my life. She is a monstrosity. She's a delightful girl. <laughs> he tagged it. He tagged it because he re- Andrew couldn't even speak. He was laughing too hard. I'm back in the studio doing the board. I'm laughing too hard. And he tagged it with, she looks like a delightful girl. She is tall. We're talking tall. Never. I, you can, You know what? If K-Mac calls in later, we have to bring it up to him. We definitely do. I'll definitely bring that up. What's up, Drew? I haven't seen you in like 10 years. That's true. About 10 years, yeah. I've been uh, roaming around. Right. Living, uh, living in New York. Living in Long Beach. Yeah. the storm. Yeah. So now we're awesome. just here. Here to watch this uh, monumental New York Jets draft. Right. And you're also watching... <laughs> Talk to New York. Don't do that. He's another giant fan, by the way. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Actually, Andrew also has the uh, the lines on the clock. By the way, they have about five minutes left with uh, pick number five. The Andrew also uh, lives in infamy in Dayton for getting me to curse on the air. Only time I've ever on cursed. On purpose? Did you, were you intending to get him to curse? We or? had a, we had. He was the third we're part of the football in show. every sport. I see. Okay. He was the third part of the football. Not every sport. That would be fun. Oh, the match. Match politics. Yeah. He uh, was the third, so it was me, him, and K-Mac doing, and we used to do a weekly NFL show okay. on Sunday. Game Jets. day, before there was game right. day. Right. That's where they got it. Close. That's exactly. where they got it. Again, in our 8-watt college radio station, they ripped off game day. <laughs> they did. Groundbreaking new station. So, it was Jets Giants. Sophomore year, that was 93, 94. Yeah. Boomer playing in that game. Yeah. And we got so worried. Him and uh, uh, Andrew and Kevin, Giants fans, me, the only Jet fan, I got so worked up. They got me so worked up that I went with the, look, if the Jets can't win this game, and the phone in our in the radio studio started ringing immediately, it was Tully. They should have put you on Letterman. They should, it was Tully. <laughs> and I, I got in a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble. Because there was, there was, that's right. Um, you know, again, eight watts. I, th- I don't think the FCC was really focused on WDCR. Right. <laughs> on, eight, Sunday, on Sunday morning at 9.30. Eight watts and eight people listening. <laughs> right, right. It's a watt per person. <laughs> did you, did, did, you Met, did you say Mets Giants? Yeah. Uh, being a Mets fan is kind of like being married to an abusive husband. You hope it gets better, but it never gets better. Mets Giants, that's such an interesting combination. That's like that's like, like the song The Dark End of the Street. That's like Forbidden Love. That's a crazy combination you have well, going on there. The, uh, the original family was from the Bronx, and then we moved to the island. I'm actually going out to now called City Field tomorrow. Nice. To see the Mets play the Phillies. Yeah, first time this year? Uh, yeah. And you're going to get, uh, who's on the bump tomorrow night? Tomorrow is, who's? Uh, <laughs> What all-star pitcher Which are we throwing one? out there? Who's left? I was hoping uh, we'd get the big guy, but he pitched on Wednesday. He pitched Dylan on Wednesday. Yeah. You get Dylan G tomorrow night, and then Markham goes Saturday. Finally. Markham on Saturday, and we Sunday. All right, who are the Lions taking here, guys? Anybody? Jeff, who do you like here for the Lions? Andrew, who do you like for the Lions here? Uh, well, it, it, they, it sounds like their needs are all over the place. So You know what their needs are? Restraint. <laughs> can, um, can they draft common sense? 
Are we still making the wide receiver jokes with them, or is that too late? No, it's just too late. Yeah, I know. It's past. I thought that can we make the Matt, We can make the Matt Millen joke I think forever. Yeah. I think they got to go offensive line as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, because, you know, they brought in some talent over the offseason. Yeah. But no, they, they also need a lot of help on defense. They took, they, they took an offensive tackle last year, though, right? They took Riley Rafe last year. I I could see going Sharif Floyd here. Okay. I could see that. You know, Namikon, too, is a – he's an enigma. He's an incredibly talented player. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's clear. I remember that Jet game from four years ago. Now it's three years ago. And he was just dominant. I mean, he really was. But he got the stupid uh, penalty on the... Yeah, he stepped on Sanchez. You know, like, if they could somehow draft intelligence... He's gotten a few of those, though. uh, If he could somehow draft intelligence... Oh, all right, we have a pick. The line selection is in. Who's so, it going to be? So why, it be? Now why do they have a legend with them? Yeah, now why does Barry Sanders get to go up there? Because he's the official Madden cover. That's What's right. that? Madden cover? That's Madden right. cover 25. He was unbelievable in Madden. Oh, it was such a joy to play with. If you had any idea how to use the juke button, you were ecstatic. Not as good as Bo Jackson in Tecmo Look, Bowl. Bo Jackson in Tecmo Bowl is the all-time. Barry Sanders is now announcing the uh, selection and also saying, I retired that's way a, that's too a, early. That's another ill-fitting bar mitzvah suit. What yeah, is going what? on? It's like a cardigan. <laughs> Why is Barry Sanders wearing a suit from his dress? Listen, you can or go from out his bar mitzvah, <laughs> apparently. I don't, I don't you know. can announce the pick, but you have to look old. Right. We don't want it to look at all like you could actually play right now. Yeah, and there it is. So they took the answer. They took the answer then. What? The Jets picked ninth. Correct. At what point do we panic? Do we start? I mean, what is going on with Sharif Floyd? That's what I'm going to. I was about to say that. Wow. I don't want to jinx anything, but seriously, what is happening? Well, here's the question, Steve. We're, we're, in, we're at pick six now. Yeah. So we're three away. If Floyd falls to nine, you got it. Oh, you, you, have, take, you take him. Absolutely. Right? I don't or think you, trade, you trade that pick and turn it into a bountiful 20. Because everybody will trip to Bountiful. You turn it into Geraldine Page. Is it trip to Bountiful? Maybe. Sure, old actress. You you turn that into a bunch of picks, Cal. Because, because everybody will want to dance with you. I mean, it really does hinge on what Cleveland does here. If Cleveland does not take him, Which and assume, I don't think as, they are. And assuming that Buffalo, I mean, contrary to what Cal's saying, assuming Buffalo does go, for this, I mean, Smoke Street, man. I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that could really that could be the steal, that could really be the steal of the draft. Can we somehow work smokescreen into "It's a Trap" by Admiral Akbar? Like, can we somehow hear Admiral Akbar say, "It's a smokescreen"? We can make that happen. It's a trap, Dan. What do you think, Admiral Akbar? It's a smokescreen. I think after they won that battle, I think there was a smokescreen going on because I think he probably you know. Look, all I know celebrated. is this: many Bothans died to bring us this information. Why is, is Mon Mothma such a bring down? Such a downer. She's a, she's, a, she's a Debbie Downer. I just want to let you guys know many Bothans died to bring us this information. So go ahead, have your little parties. Everybody's ecstatic. Well, maybe, Bothans, the, maybe the Bothans were just sloppy. I mean, that's if, right. You know, I mean, did you ever think maybe they didn't plan ahead? Who cares? Maybe they didn't have the an Bothans. exit strategy? Maybe the Bothans should have thought of that you know? before they were all Bothany. 
Yeah. Because they, wow, they made this pick quickly. Cleveland put their pick in already. Very quickly. Cleveland, it, the pick is in. They know who they want. The pants are down. Andrew, what do you think? So you'd rather have the, for the Jets the defensive tackle than the guy from Alabama? The cornerback from Alabama? The cornerback is not going to the Jets. Okay. This is something that I wanted to talk about. Okay. And that's it was such lazy sort of, oh, LOL Jets stuff to say. They traded Revis. They're going to draft Dee Milner. It's, they don't need a corner. There are a number of talking heads that have predicted Cleveland will take, in yeah. fact, take Milner. Well, and I think Cleveland smokescreened the crap out of it by saying, oh, he's hurt, banged up. Right. We examined him. He looks like crap. His legs are all miscombined. His shoulders are a mess. I love that Cleveland put that out. They were like, you don't even want to look at this guy. I'll tell you, it's a sin. He walked in the examination room. It was upsetting. So, Cleveland, the pick is in. Uh, Ziggy Ant is an interesting, interesting uh, uh, prospect, Cal. I really liked him a lot. We saw now, him. if he had fallen to nine and the Jets were there, I would have taken him in Look at those glasses, too. He looks so smart. He looks very Russell westbrook <laughs> Look how smart he is. So smart. Joe, Ziggy Anta, those glasses. He's wicked smart. You think that's why they drafted him? <laughs> I'm more fixated on the return of these 1988-style hats. I guess yeah, I'm, I know. I'm older, and now it's become retro. I, I don't... <laughs> the Lions just drafted Urkel. Did I do? Did I sack the quarterback? They're not showing I... any stats from last year, but they're showing his Wonderlic scores. Right. <laughs> Which is never a good sign. Like, they can't show his 40 time, but he did really well on the intelligence test, which is really what you want out of a big, beefy defensive lineman. Wow, the Browns look very confident right now. My brother, uh, again, just texted from the... We got another shout-out from Scott in Wontoff. He says, hey, Steve, can you please play Let Love Rule by Lenny Kravitz? I'm not familiar with that song. But he also said... Slowest draft ever. Let's go. Let's go. I got a life to lead. It is moving slow. We're not even going to get to the 13th pick at this point. Guys, what do you think here? The Browns, the pick is in. What do you think? Is it mil- no brainer? They did no Joe. They did that. They did that. <laughs> Frankie Facciolata. Love that guy. All right, so here we go. The Browns are up. Roger Goodell is making the call. I think Milner it would be the pick. Oh! Wow. 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 That's a wow factor. He is Ooh. not a Jedi Sith Lord. No, it is Barkevius Mingo. <laughs> he is not. He is not the fifth Lord of the Sith. No. He's, he's a uh, he's a really good jazz artist. He is he is an unbelievable jazz musician. I love that record he did with Pharaoh Sanders. It was fantastic. <laughs> He's scatting for some reason. I, I have I have the one with Thelonious Monk the Third, and it is uh, live from the Pepper Room. The Pepper Room. Oh, it's good. good stuff. I tell you what, Jay, there's salt and pepper on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, the the Browns actually go outside the chalk. That's a huge. That's a huge upset. Right that's there. a huge upset. All right. Again, I'm going to say it again. Should Buffalo decide to prove Cal wrong and take a quarterback. We are, in theory, one pick away from the Jets. We're two picks I, away. Listen, I'm, I'm, I just want to warn you, you're not in a good spot if the Bills take Austin. 
you may want to step down. We should no, uh, I, let the people know at home that Jay Linder is sitting next to me. And if Tavon, Tavon right. Austin somehow no, goes I, no, I mean, I mean, to I'm, the Buffalo Bills, you're going to want to clear a path. No, I am talking about Flo- okay, okay, fine. Floyd or Austin? Floyd. I mean, Austin. No right. doubt. Okay. No doubt. Okay. They took they took Copels last year. They have Mo Wilkerson. They have Kendrick Ellis. They signed uh, Gary. They don't need a defensive tackle. How tall is Austin again? Two hundred and four. No, he's how tall? He's is three, he? three foot eight. He's three foot eight. <laughs> he's just he's slightly taller than Danny DeVito. He needs one of the grabbers at the supermarket, right? I mean, that's, that's right. Okay, so he needs the clutching grabber to get the toilet paper down at the supermarket. He's a little person, is what we're saying. All right, so D and D Milner is there still, making Jet fans very nervous. Now the feeling is the Jets will so go defense with both picks. Not necessarily. No, I, I mean, I, I I think the Jets go offense with both picks. Oh, offense. Okay. I my dream scenario is Don't you want? That's what I want. Are you guys, are you guys impressed that Andrew, the Giants fan, is sort of like, hey, so what are you guys going to do? He's, 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 got, he's got a radio background. No, no, actually, the feeling out there today is that Rex Ryan, being a, a one-year left, will go defense because that's the side of the ball. Right, but Rex Ryan's not making the pick. Well, we're going to find out. If they go... The only reason, the only way that Rex Ryan is making this pick to me is if they take no. Honestly, if they take the cornerback, Rex Ryan has the big. If they take an outside linebacker or a defensive tackle or whatever, that's it. That would just be fast. That would be fast and that would be obvious. That would be like you know, Don right. Draper reading Dante right. on the beach, right? It was just like <laughs> let's make it really obvious. Fourth Madman reference. Yeah. Fourth Madman. That reference. was that was for Steve. All right, boys, we got the Cardinals on the clock. Now we got a nice little crowd congregating, and you got yourself a stoop, okay? You put together a bunch of people, you got yourself a stoop. They have one of those Coors Light things over there. How much you bench? Who do you guys like here for the Cardinals? What do you like? What do you like? What do you like? Jeff Lagerman, University of Virginia. He had a ponytail. How could he be bad? He was just like Gastineau, Josh. It was supposed to work. Yeah, the anchor tattoo. I have to tell you, as we get closer and closer to the Jets pick, you're getting very animated. I'm excited. You're getting excited. I love it. Cardinals really need to go offense, in my opinion. You think? Yeah. I they could, need someone on the other side of Larry Fitzgerald. I could, I could see like that. Tavon Austin? You mean like somebody like Tavon Austin? <laughs> Possibly. I could see, could you, yeah, could you see Sharif here? Yeah, you could, I could see Floyd here. I can see Sharif. What do you think, Cal? Did you see Sharif Floyd? I can see him. Have you ever seen Sharif Floyd? I've seen him. Yeah, I caught him at the bottom line uh, two years ago. What a show. Very talented. What a show. He showed the swim move. He did a bunch of stuff. He's a great jazz musician. Tremendous jazz musician. I see here, too. Jay Katz, the great thing about the first round of the NFL draft is all these guys with their names could be great jazz musicians. Yeah, that, that joke will work. For 92 percent of the, of the first round, comedy works in threes. I got one more. Yeah, and I know, and you know what? I know exactly who it is, and I'll wait till he's drafted. It's not DJ Fluker, is it? Yeah. No, no, no. It's not really a jazz. Yeah, DJ Fluker is—he's uh, your buddy, the guy you know. Fluke, Fluke. Everybody knows Fluke. Fluke's a good guy. So when's Fluke getting here? When's Fluke coming? He's like Sully. He's, when's Sully coming? 
you seen Sully? Who's anybody seen Sully? Have you seen Sully? I, if we could go around this bar, everybody has a friend named Sully. I mean, that's universal. Maybe the same guy, too. Maybe the they could all be the same guy. What's the Ranger score? We possibly Oh! Andrew, you're not going to like that. Ranger score, what is it? 3-2 Carolina. I like it even less than what was said to me at the bar about the Giants possibly drafting Manteo Tai. Yeah, we were talking about, uh, you know, you had that backwards. Manteo Tai. I like that other guy, though. What did he have? He's got no problems whatsoever. <laughs> Stand-up guy. He is an excellent, excellent jazz musician. He's a tremendous, he's excellent a Hawaiian. Ta- excellent taste in girls. He's a Hawaiian jazz musician. What are the Cardinals going to do? Which is not good, good. Good with E-Harmony. Not good jazz. <laughs> not good jazz, by the way. All right, the Cardinals selection is in. Uh, Roger, I'm running the league quite poorly. Goodell is at the podium. Jonathan Cooper. And they go Jonathan Cooper, the guard from North Carolina. So our first offensive lineman guard is off the board. Everybody's very interesting right now. Are they getting very interesting? They're getting... No. No. (laughs) Why are you Chico Escuela? I didn't say very. (laughs) Things are getting very, very interesting. I'm getting nervous. Tavon. Right. No, but no, you, but Steph. Bills are on the clock. Cal, are you getting nervous because you're thinking Milner's a possibility now? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Milner's a possibility now. Now I'm nervous. Now it's official. I think Milner's a possibility. Oh, please, Cal, come on. I think. <laughs> come on. I really. I will quit this podcast. If and the Bills I will take, walk out. If the Bills take Austin, this is going to get ugly. There will be a Johnny Cash song playing, and I will walk out. There's going to be a Sam Pete-sized cutout in the wall. You mean you mean that car? You mean that cars for kids song? There will be there will be a complete cartoon cutout the size of me going through the wall like this when I, when I run out of this room. All right, Buffalo is on the clock. That's not a surprising pick, but it is surprising how this has gone so it's far. Surprising considering who's still out there. Right. So now you're seeing a number of mocks saying that the Bills will take. Tavon Austin, thus crushing my hopes and dreams. Um, and, uh, you know, Steph, we're about to be up on the clock. I need you guys in on the microphone. Steph, hang out, Andrew, hang out for a second. Give Steph the microphone. Let's let's bring in Steph. Huge Jet fan, big, big NFL draft guy. Been right. watching the draft for a long time. Sam, put the headphones on for a sec. And, of course, Dan, we're going to need you near the microphone when they pick. Just to hold me. <laughs> Just poor Dan. You're gonna have to fill in for the Dan, rest of the night. Yeah, right. Dan has the years of service that Cal has. We talked about my seven stages of jet drafting grief. And uh Dan, I'm just gonna need somebody to hold me. That's all. Just hold me. Tenderly. You need a refill? No, I'm good, thank you. That's not why you're here though. Yeah, plenty. Yeah. <laughs> Steph, uh, you might need it too. First of all, thanks for coming down, brother. <laughs> Second of all, um the Jets are about to be on the clock. Six minutes left for the Buffalo Bills. This draft, we've been talking about this draft for four months. Every day at work, we're like, what do you think they'll do? I don't know. What do you think they'll do? They could take everybody. Everybody? Everybody. Everyone. Let me ask, what are we more concerned about right now? Who the Bills are going to take or who the Jets are going to take? Bills. Who, who the Bills are going to trade with to come up and take yes. them on? I brought him on for a reason. He's a smart kid. That's very smart. Yeah. And he's I mean, a good earner. Smart kid. Anybody. It really could be. Do you think the Bills they did? This? There Why not? Why not? We have, we have our second trade. There goes Tavon Austin. 
Gonna need a moment alone, boys. Here comes Jeff Fisher to steal your happiness. Well, that's Rob Ryan. It's behind this one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so we have a trade. The Rams have traded into the eight uh, with the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills obviously not wanting to take Nassib this early. And the I will be shocked and stunned Pepper Martin style if they don't take Tavon Austin here. Right? That's the pick. I feel shocked. Hopefully they take Gino. Could you imagine? But they have Sam Bradford. They're not taking Gino. They're trading Bradford to the Jets. They're trading Sam Bradford to the Jets. Only the Jets. LOL, Jets. I think that I think they could take Floyd here. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to talk myself into it. I know. <laughs> could be Milner. It's not going to be Milner. Could be. It's not. Why not? It's not a bad assessment. I told those, for those of you folks listening at home and here at Blue Haven, we're at lovely Blue Haven Sports Bar in New York. For grown-ups. I'm just doing this to hide my disappointment. I, uh, let's hear a selection from the Doobie Brothers. Let's could go back Floyd. to 1974. <laughs> Michael McDonald, immediately. It's probably Austin. Shout sweet freedom. Shout on me. That might be the... That's not the Doobie Brothers. I know. That's from Running Scared. I know. Couldn't think of a Doobie Brothers song right there. I couldn't. No China, China Road? Is this Shoddy's Revenge? Is China Road? This is Shoddy's Revenge. Wow. Now, if they take Tavon, what do you guys think we're going to do? Trade down. We're going to take Dean Milner. You think so? Oh, no. yeah. No, of course. Rex Ryan's They Why just want to ruin my night. <laughs> oh, I think they might more. I think they'll trade that I think We'd Dan to. wants to see me punch something. <laughs> I all I can do is harken back to college when the when they took Kyle Brady, and I needed to be left alone for seven hours. <laughs> Literally, I after seven hours, the first I wanted no, I wanted JJ Stokes, desperately wanted JJ Stokes. Of course, neither one of them turned out to be remotely good, so that's fine. Kyle Brady was a heck of a blocker for about two weeks. Brian Schottenheimer just lit a cigar for some reason. Yeah, somewhere Brian Schottenheimer has kicked his feet up and been like, ah, take that, Marty Morningwig. There goes Tavon's career. I think Steve hopes so. Look, <laughs> and of course, we just got to, again, going with the Jet fans checking in. So we just got a text from Dr. E. Ray Sat who said, well, now Mingo and uh, Ansa are gone. Austin's about to be. They're about to draft E. Milner. <laughs> and I just punched a hole in my television. I, he's right. You know You know what would be amazing here is if... <laughs> if, they, if, if they take Tavon Austin and then the Jets are on the clock and they take Geno Smith. Like, would that be the crazy... No, what would be crazy is if they take Milner here and then the Jets take Geno Smith. Right. <laughs> and they don't take Austin. And they don't take Austin. <laughs> right. So, I don't know what, I don't, right now, for all the of pick our... The pick is in. The pick for, is in. For all of our sakes here, I don't know what the right Look, answer is. Look, I just want to say this before this pick comes in. Thank you guys for coming out. My night's about to be ruined. 
Thank you guys for coming out. You know, your night's not wonderful gonna, time. Your, no, night, your yeah. night's not going to be ruined. I mean, the, the, the thing we're all forgetting is the Revis trade is so fresh. They're going to pick again very shortly. Yes, but it, but if Tavon Austin goes here and then D. Milner goes to the Jets, uh, you know, I'm not gonna, you're not going to want to be around me. Something. And then, of course, 30 minutes from now, I will talk myself into it. Yeah, it'll be, be fine. Great. And he's the new Revis. It'll be fine. Honestly, before we leave you, it's going to get wild. Just give him number 24. Mevis. He's going to be the next Revis. Mevis. I'm telling you. You put Milner and Revis together, you get Mevis. This guy's not going to hold out. He's a, he's a solid guy. You'll see. Just All right. Mevis. The pick is supposedly in the Rams with the eighth pick in the draft. Mevis. That's taken eight and a half hours. Good job, everybody. It did take a long time because all this time the Jets have been on the clock. It's going to happen fast. All right, here comes the pick from uh, Commissioner Goodell, who has done an awful job with the league. Awful job. Just a terrible job. Can't say that enough. Huh? Has no clue. He's blowing into the league. <laughs> and the selection and there is Tavon. Tavon. Oh, boy. Oh, Inevitable. Okay. Right. Good night, everybody. Thanks. Thanks for coming out. 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 Thanks for uh, has now gone to the Rams, who traded into that spot. We knew that this might happen, though, Cal. Yeah, we did. This is not. This shouldn't be surprising. Uh, so the Jets are on the clock. Yeah, let's move on now because let's, we've got let's, six let's minutes. Move on. And let's so move now, on. what are we seeing? Got Jet fans in the room. I I completely think that we should trade out of this pick. I mean, best of all, is, who are you gonna go with? Is it this point? Yeah, but is Floyd really a need? He's not a need. I, I, I can, he might be best overall. I can see them taking Warmack here. If they can't trade out of this pick, which they should be able to, because the way this draft has gone, nothing has gone to chalk. There are players available that people will want to trade up for, whether it's Steve Milner, whether it's Chance Warmack even. I think this pick, guys, what do you think? This pick becomes very valuable. You Milner, want Milner? Not in the first round, though. Not in the first round. You mean labrum surgeries? Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing from a Jets perspective. But you still have Cromartie. You still have Kyle Wilson. They have bigger needs. If you have bigger needs, you still have a number one corner. So you have five minutes left here for the Jets on the clock. I, I think the play is to trade out of the pick. I think that's the consensus here, too. Right. But if they don't, Cal, who are they taking? If they don't trade this pick, I think they're going to take no if they don't trade it. I disagree with you. You don't think they're going to take it? I don't think they are. I agree with you. I really don't think they're going to take Milner here. I really think they're either going to take Warmack, put to them to this point. They could take Jarvis Jones. Is the pass rusher out of the question? No, definitely not. Maybe, maybe, but the way this draft has worked out, maybe that's the pick. We don't know. Here comes Gino. This is the, Gino Smith. It's not going to be Gino. It's not going to be Gino Smith. There's no way. Look, if they don't trade out, the pick, if they don't trade out, it will probably be Milner. Um, I don't agree with that at all. 
because I think you have two cornerbacks there. I don't think it's a need. I think the fact that they're sitting into their time on the clock, they're trying to trade it. I have a bigger I, I, Cal, I totally agree. I think they're entertaining. Obviously, they're entertaining uh, trades here. You know, they're six minutes into the pick. I have a bigger question. I'm curious, which funeral home did uh, Sal Palantonio's makeup tonight? <laughs> that would be O'Reilly's of Newark, New Jersey. If you want a dignified funeral procession. Dignified. Classy. Dignified. Classy. classy. We keep it classy. Wow, Sal Pal. Heavy makeup. Um, all right, so now what three are minutes left on the clock here. What about the Saints moving up right now? What about the Saints maybe trading up to this? They were pick? thinking about moving up and doing a Chris Ivory. And and Ivory, Chris Ivory is part of the deal. Obviously, we know that the Jets made an overture to the Saints to get this uh, to get Chris Ivory. They offered their fifth supposedly, so maybe that's part of it. We don't know, Cal. We don't know. The Very Falcons exciting. are another possibility. They need a corner. Nona's right available right yep. now. Yeah, might we, be the second best player overall. Steph, you're absolutely right. We should be thinking of teams that need a corner more than the Jets do because there's a number of them. Can I just say something? With three minutes to go with the Jets on the clock, I I would like to commend both Steve and Cal for having a lot of composure right now. You know what? After the Austin. Really, both of you you guys. You know, I'm a professional and I'll rise above it. Mikhail's speechless, but, but, you know, (laughs) Steve, they have not taken who I wanted them to take in 27 years. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. I'm used to it. I'm used to it. All right. Two minutes and 35 seconds left on the clock here the fact, for the Jets. The fact that these guys have fallen at this point in the draft leads me to think that more teams are going to want to trade off. Yep, they I have totally a better agree. shot at trading right now. I totally agree, Cal. And, and taking so long. You know what? That guy at the Jets table looks too much like Mike Tannenbaum. Get him out of there. Which one? I don't want somebody who even looks like Mike Tannenbaum associated with the pick. I don't like the fact that they're They look like a combo. They're on headsets and they're not. They're nobody's speaking. Nobody's speaking. <laughs> like, what are they doing? Now they're showing a picture of Geno Smith. If you really want to see this place get rocking, they're showing a picture of Geno It could be worse with Ryan Nassif. All right, let yeah, me, that's let me, right. As long as, as long as there's no picture of Ryan Nassif right now. All right, let me ask. Would you be okay with Geno Smith? Yes, I would. What do you think? It's on the record. Not at the nine. Okay. I would absolutely be. Considering who's left right now and who they could pick. Not a terrible pick, but I guess for the value, I guess he's the best quarterback. Now they're taking it down to a minute 35. Come on, Isaac. I think there's got to be, but if there is a trade, they're leaving the other team. The other team knows who they're taking. Exactly. Because you leave them no time on the clock. So this is, I tell you what. Is it possible the Jets can be pulling the Vikings here? Yeah, they're just gonna not making a pick. Someone's just going to jump over them? Only the Jets would not make a pick here. And go Viking style and get jumped. This would be great if that happened. All right, a minute left. Five months of work. A minute left. Man, I need another hobby. This feels like a three or four fingerprints. This feels like that New Year's Eve where the clock's ticking down. The clock has gotten red. <laughs> your girl, your girl dumped. Your girl dumped you on December 26th. And, and congratulations, Jets! You're the first team to take the clock down to red. Well, they made a pick. They made a pick. The, the pick, pick is in. in. The so pick no, is in. So no trade. Josh, you all right? All right. Warm up would be okay. We had to check in with Josh uh, again. We have about 13 minutes left in the live stream. Uh, we're going to keep going. It would be a shame to wait this long for Milner. That's it would really be a shame. After all this? Yeah. If they take Milner, Cal, I'm going to the best. <laughs> I feel like we just end the show right Wait. We just end the show right now. 
The pick is in. Well, last year you thought Ingram's coming. They're showing D. Milner. Who needs a corrective lens, by the way. They're showing D. Milner, who has a lovely vest-tie combo on. Looks very good. He looks also like he's waiting tables maybe later. Maybe. Try the veal. I'd rather have time. It's got to be a trade, right? The pick is in. No, the pick is in. It would say it's a trade. Cal, please don't yell at me. I'm very fragile right now. I'm getting nervous. Sorry. <laughs> I'd rather have Tyron Matteo. Be honest with you. Yeah, I'd rather around. have him in the third in the third round. All right, Adam Schefter is telling us that the Jets have blown into it again. <laughs> the Jets are completely blowing. Oh, and there, there's a list of D. Milner surgeries. Right. Oh yeah. So clearly they're taking D. Milner. Ah, good job, everybody. Look at that. None of those really are... Torn labrum, hernia surgery, knee scope, tibia. All right. minor stuff, though. Yeah, that, that's... Had that's, a hangnail. Also has had several he had, his feel, he had his feelings hurt a few times. Yeah. I don't it's know. only because the Jets are picking. Obviously. Did not get very sentimental. All right. Commissioner Goodell, who Here comes the back really, of the Daily News. Really doesn't care about player safety. And he had the shingles. The, uh, coming to the podium again. With the ninth pick in the 2013 NFL Draft, the New Mark, York Matt Jets Barkley. select. Get ready to boo. Get ready to boo. Oh, they're happy. Dino. Cornerback, oh. Alabama. Good job, Rex. So uh, the Jets have uh, selected D. Milner with their ninth, uh, the ninth pick in the draft. Uh, clearly, they couldn't get anybody to trade with them. I, I, I honestly think that is the truth. Great. Completely. 100%. And they took the top player on their board, uh, and uh, I think this is. Well, I'm going to go through the seven stages right here on the air. Denial. I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to. Uh, denial. They didn't point. just take him. Did they just take the email then? Well, Ang- who do you need to anger. stop Tavon off? I cannot believe for a second. Well, that's, well, that's a good point. That's you're going against Tavon Austin, my friend. You're going against. Look. I, I, I am not going yeah. to. This is not. This is not going to turn into a Sam Pete justifies the pick. Rex just tweeted. You know I liked Milner from the beginning right. of the year. Dan, say that again. Rex just tweeted. He's the best corner in the league. <laughs> he's the best corner ever to play. We just drafted future Hall of Famer D. Milner. You know I had a crush on him earlier in the year. I know you did, Steph, but the pick but does not make need sense. Him. I agree. We did a Giants. We went best overall. You know, what can you do? But Sharif Lloyd is the best overall, in my opinion. I don't like Arguable, but do you think we need a three technique? Unless we're going to move to a 4-3 completely. All I'm saying is this. We have two linebackers that play the middle. The had far greater needs than cornerbacks. Even training Darrell Reed. Don't worry, the Jets are going to trade up and get Xavier Rhodes right now. So. And the... the Taking a cornerback here when you have so many other needs and you still have Antonio Cromartie and Kyle Wilson on the roster, a former first-round pick from three years ago, is just doesn't make sense to me. All right, now now do bargaining. Hold on, we're bringing in. Let's bring in Joe Cap. You got Cap. We got Joe Cap. All right. Uh, let's bring in Joe Cap from TurnOnTheJets.com. Hey, Joe. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, we're well. We'd be better if they didn't just take D. Milner. I I hear you. I, I, initial reaction is not thrilled with the pick for reasons I just overheard you guys saying. On a roster filled with so many holes, cornerback is might be the least for them. I just don't understand it, especially for a guy who's probably going to start training camp on the pop list. Yeah, I I I don't understand it either. It it really doesn't make any sense. And 
I, I don't understand. I, I mean, what's the feeling there? You're at a huge Jets draft party. What was the feeling? I would say it was 50-50 uh, between people being very happy or very, very upset with the pick. I, my guess, the only two comments I could say is that they probably were just saying, we're taking the best player available at nine if we can't trade back. They couldn't find a trading partner. They probably had Milner as the highest guy left on their board. And for anybody who thinks Rex Ryan is 100% a lame duck coach, this pick has his fingerprints all over it. So I, don't, I wouldn't be so rushed to, I wouldn't rush to say that quite yet. Right, and that's the thing we were saying too, Joe, is that we said it about you know 40 minutes ago that if, if the only way that Rex Ryan has any sort of input and is in on this pick is if Milner is taken. And sure enough, he was. And, I, and I'm just... I'm really surprised that they did this. Do you do you think that it was for lack of a trading partner and they just said take the best player available? I know you just sort of said that, but uh, is that your gut feeling? My, I mean, that's my only the only way this makes any kind of sense. And to me, it means that they had Milner rated that much higher on their board than Star or the Warmack because both those guys still bigger needs and they passed on them. So you heard Schefter say. Some people think Milner is the best defensive player in this draft. Clearly the Jets thought that, or they don't pull the trigger on him at nine. But the thing is, I, it's just not that great of a need. You do want to take the best player available, but you try to trade Kyle Wilson now. Or, but can you not do that? Because if you're going to start, Milner's going to start the season on, on the, sorry, start training camp on the public. It's a bit of a frustrating selection. Last year, Colville seemed like a frustrating selection, and he, he's panned out so far to this point. So, Probably the rush of judgment. Let's see what happens to 13. But uh, obviously, a, a bit of a surprise and a bit of a disappointment. Joe, what do you think they're going to do now at 13? Do you think they're going to trade back? Try like, I think they're going to try like hell to trade back to San Francisco or Atlanta. And if they can't, uh, if Warmack or Star are on the board, both remain reasonable options or maybe Eifert. Uh, but I think you're going to see them really try as hard as possible to trade back. I don't think they care about the offense, Joe. I still don't think they care about the offense. I still have decided that they want to win games 7-6 because they're playing in the NFL from five years ago. They brought in an offensive coordinator who was supposed to bring the team into the 20th century. Okay? And you have there on his first leg give him nothing to work with. And you draft a quarterback just because you lost one. And it just, again, it just defies logic. And I, your, frustra- your frustration is not misplaced. I, I hear it, and I was not happy at all once I finally got word of the pick on Twitter. And it's it, uh, surprising, and it, it, you have a right to be disappointed. I mean, it's an offense that needs to be revamped. Um, it, 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 the Rangers just scored. What happened? What happened? The Rangers just uh, scored. The Rangers just tied it up. But, uh, yeah, it's a surprising and disappointing pick. Let's see what they do with 13. Is the is the feeling there that they're going to trade? That, that I totally agree with you, Cal, and I totally agree with you that they were trying to trade desperately out of that spot, and it almost seems like a panic. Is the feeling there that now they will turn the thirteen into more picks? That that is the hope and the expectation here. That, I'm sorry, Joe, we lost there for a second. That is the hope, though, uh, no that problem. they will this into a uh, couple the hope and the expectation that they'll try to trade down, or trade down and get more picks in this area. Right. Uh, last thing for you, Joe, before we let you run. Uh, are you having a good time there? I am having a good time. Nice to meet a lot of the friendly people uh, on Twitter. 
and uh, it's been fun. And you know, let's let's hope our team breaks a little better. I, uh, yeah, I hope so too. Are all the uh, TOJ boys there? Are you guys well represented or what? We're well represented. We got about six of us here. Uh, we got Nitty, Chris Gross, Mike Donnelly, uh, Mike Nolan, Rob Folletti. So we got we're five deep. We got we got a starting NBA NBA team. Beautiful. Well, we're 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 gonna have to prepare ourselves for another. Oh, say uh, unless they completely turn this draft around, we're gonna have to prepare ourselves for another three to four months of LOL Jets. So. We hope you'll come on. Brace yourself from Mount Parkway at 13. <laughs> you never know what this team. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. They could take Matt Barkley at 13. They could. <laughs> just, just uh, or they could, or they could take Ryan Nassib at 13. Just uh, completely. Just to short off, short all our lives a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Joe, thanks for uh, a, a couple of minutes, and then we'll get we'll get you on for a full one once they hit training camp. Okay, brother. Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, thanks Joe. Joe. Joe Caparoso from TurnOnTheJets.com, which is a, the best. It's the best Jets website. And he's expressing the same. Now, he's at a very big draft event tonight. There's and he said it was 50-50 where he was. Yeah. So there's some a people very, like Nolan. There's a very big draft event for this new app called U-Stadium that they're coming out with. Uh, and there's another Jet blog and show called uh, Five Live or whatever uh, that is sponsoring the thing. And uh, we have another call. Should we take Dr. E. Ray? Yeah, let's put him on. Let's get Dr. E. Ray in here. I can't imagine he's happy. <laughs> I can't imagine. Do- Dr. E. Ray sat joined up. Evan. WTF. Yeah, guy. hello. How are you? Uh, <laughs> How are you? How are- We're more concerned about you. Well, I mean, listen, you you knew this phone call was happening. I uh I, you've already expressed my my emotion about this. I I couldn't I couldn't be more I can't say a positive thing about it. I, you know how I feel. The audience doesn't know how I feel, but you've expressed it very clearly. I I don't see the need to draft a a cornerback to replace a cornerback. It just it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it it, it really I don't know if you heard uh Joe Caparoso on with us, Ab. I don't know if you caught that. I, I caught the end and, of it, yeah. Yeah, and and he's at that uh, that U Stadium event with a lot of Jet fans, actually Jet players and stuff like that. And he said that it was fifty fifty, inexplicably. Uh, that that there are, and I I can't imagine too many people that like this pick because it means what you said, I, that Rex is still running the show. Yeah, that's the problem that I have. That was the fear that I had. But the other thing is that, like, I mean, you read different publications, and first of all, most people aren't even sold he's the best cornerback. He's not. He's going to start the season on the pup list. These are, these are, this is not a sure thing at nine, even if we did lose Revis. Right. Well, I agree. Yeah, that's the problem with it. And then it gets worse because now the Titans just took Chance Warmack. Titans took Chance Warmack. He's at off the wow. board, so he's available at 13. And I mean, this is this is the doom, this is the doomsday scenario that we talked about. Yeah, this is from a fan standpoint. If you've been following the Jets for a long time, uh, you know, uh, coming into this off season and stuff, this is actually working out to be literally the only other, the other worst. No, the doomsday scenario was Nassib. That would have made me walk out on the team forever, and I would have been a Toronto Argonauts fan tomorrow. Um, well, Ev. I mean, the, the fact that the fact that the three tackles went early, meaning that none of them fell. The fact that they, you know, Taven Austin was was taken, you know, traded up and taken. Uh, it, it, and the fact that Cleveland didn't take D. Milner, which we all hoped he would. 
it was the, to me it was the worst case scenario for them. And now Warmack being gone at ten, it just gets worse. Yeah. Now, F, what do you think they're going to do at thirteen? There's a lot of talk. We were just talking to Joe Caparoso. He he. Yeah. Hoping that they trade that pick down. What do you think, F? I, I tell you what, I don't think they can. I think everyone is going to sense the Jets' desperation. They're going to try to fleece them, and it's not going to happen. And the Jets are going to force to do exactly what they did at nine and, and take somebody that that is should should you know at a, at a lower at a too high of a value like tight end. Uh, I, I, Ev, I totally agree with you. I think it's I think it's all it, all in on the Jets. Like, haha, you know, nobody yep. wants to trade up now because you took Connor. You took the guy that yep. you could trade for. You took the guy that that everybody right. might have traded for the best cornerback in the draft. Uh, we're about to lose the live right. feed, Ev, which means you're gonna we're gonna lose all your right. call. But last thing, if they keep the 13, who do they take? I think the way this this is going is I think they're going to take the tight end. Uh, they're, take take they're going to take Eifert. They're going to take Eifert. I'll tell you what. Or, or they'll take Jarvis Jones, and then uh, and that's not a bad pick, I guess, at that spot. It's uh, it's just a disaster. Thanks, Ev, for joining us and taking a couple of seconds. All right. I, I feel like great, the news report. Great show, guys. Thanks, yeah, brother. Great show, guys. Thanks a lot. All right. So we're about to lose the live feed of the show, but that doesn't matter. We keep going. We keep recording. It'll be on the podcast. Uh, you can get the podcast on iTunes, by the way. Just FYI. If you want to hear yourself screaming at the Jets' awful well, show. You, you, might actually, you might actually benefit from a, a tape delay when it comes to the Jets' 13th pick. <laughs> you, you might not, this is, maybe you might not want this to be live. That's so. right. Uh, so we're about to go to uh, uh, to podcast land. So thank you all for joining us. Thanks to Blue Haven, uh, Rory, Dearmid, uh, Bree, our, our, our server here. The place is great. www.bluehavennyc.com for details. Okay, it's RTU after hours. All right. Pick 11 is in for the Chargers, so we'll see you right. Okay. I just a point on Milner, and I mean. Chargers are about to make the 11th selection overall. Let's let's keep the show going until the Jets pick again. Yeah, and then we'll wrap it. TJ Fluker. TJ, oh, that's a nice pick. Oh, what a great pick. What a smart, intelligent pick. Oh, how good. How nice for the San Diego Chargers. Hey, Jay Linder, why is Sharif Floyd falling? I don't know. know. He showed up. He showed up. He had, like, the Rick Ross sunglasses and fat beard going on. I really don't know what happened here. I, I'm I'm a little confused. I mean, we're down to we're we're at the the 12th pick now, and the Raiders now are on the clock. They will be picking, and this is the and they six, can get Floyd, and they can get Floyd, and, they they can get Floyd. and Gary Myers had, had him going at number three. Steph, they the can Raiders. get Floyd here. Unbelievable, unbelievable, it's unbelievable when the Raiders are doing the smart thing in the draft. <laughs> you know things are out of whack. 
I out want, of whack. Listen to me. I want to bring up a point about Milner. Please do. Because I made this point earlier today. I love him. Well, how long has it been? Oh, stop. <laughs> I love the guy. Here's Tremendous what, pick by the Jets. What you've just done now. You've put him in Revis's shoes. This has become a farce. Yes. You've now put all yep. of the pressure in the world Congratulations. on Dean Milner because he is now replacing the best cornerback in the league. And those comparisons will be there forever. As yep. long as he's a Jet, yep. he's going to be compared to Revis. You yep. can't shake it. That's the that's the ancillary point here, Cal. The ancillary sort of story here, until especially when he holds out, right, Dan? Exactly. He should hold out just like Revis, just to be like Revis. You're um, supposed you were supposed to put your players in a position to succeed, and what they've done now is they put them in a position to fail. Yep, absolutely. That's a tremendous point. I think that's known as the anger and bargaining stage of grief. <laughs> I love Wikipedia. We, you just looked up the seven stage degree opinion. Sure, I did. Yeah, garbage. I'm really unhappy. Jay, honestly, Linda, though, you can understand from a Jet fan's perspective right now why we're discussing, right? Oh, of course, of course, of course. I mean, you know, like it's Dopeyville. You need if if it were possible. The new town. I'm just going. I mean, Dopeyville. If it were truly possible to temporarily forget about the Revis trade, just think, okay. I'm a Jets fan. We have picks 9 and 13 this year. We're going to take the best players on the board or the best players we think that we feel we need on the board. I don't have a huge problem with Milner, but but all things considered. You have so many other needs. That's the problem. It's just, it's just it, it was not a great pick. It's not. It just doesn't make sense. Oh, we got a little Ranger the game Rangers score here. The, game. They've just clinched the, playoffs the Rangers have won the game. And clinched, yeah, it took you long enough. Yeah, we've we've been there for a couple days. Enjoy. Good luck, guys. Josh, took you long enough. How big's that payroll, huh? How big's that payroll? Nice. You got the eight seed. Congratulations. Uh, you got to give the Ranger fans crap. You have to. Well, the Islanders lost tonight, so the Rangers are tied with them now. <laughs> We're going to be the eight seed. We're going to be the eight seed. <laughs> and here come the Penguins. I was just kidding. And they, we match up against the Penguins not well. Um, yeah, the Rangers, so congratulations to that uh, ridiculously overpaid, uh, underachieving team. Good job. Took you to the second last game of the season to make the playoffs. Good job, everybody. Hey, look. We'll give you one cup every 84 years. Enjoy. Um, so, uh, yes. <laughs> well played. Jay Mafali. I think we'll do that after the jet pick. So what are we looking at? Are we looking? Are we, are we looking at yeah, Jar- Jarvis, we'll, we'll Jarvis do, Jones? We'll do what, that are we, after what are we talking the, about? Well, right, so right now the Raiders are on the clock. To wrap. Now, if the Raiders really wanted Floyd, why are they taking nine minutes? Why, why is the Raiders taking nine minutes so for maybe, the guy they wanted all along? I, I, I believe they might be trying to trade again. The Jets are trading up to the twelve to take Ryan Nath. If if the Raiders don't take Floyd, at what point as a Giants fan do I start thinking, hey, soon? Nah, not till not till fifteen, sixteen. Okay, fair enough. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Why is this taking so long? Why is the Raiders now? The Raiders are in the red. Dan, who do the Raiders take here? Cliff Branch. Who do they take? Lyle Alzado. Who's the pick here? Todd Christensen. Todd Christensen. And he holds his mic like this. And he holds his mic so daintily. And has a ridiculous mustache. And perm. 
The, t- the pick is in. The pick is in. End perm. It took him nine minutes to make this pick. I like how you threw the end perm in. End perm. It was a fantastic perm, by the way. He had a nice head of hair. Why is it taking Roger Goodell 37 minutes to get to the podium? <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> Chucky just took off his ridiculous glasses because they... He's apparently thinking it said they make me look really old. John Gruden had glasses. I was like, oh, no, you have the cameras on? I look so old. Meanwhile, Al Davis Sr. is leading in to try to hear. What's that? But he's dead. <laughs> his brother's dead, too. I thought it was his father. It's got to look like Al. It does look like Al Davis' brother. The brain trust for the uh, Raiders is an aggregate 96 years old. <laughs> Collectively, the three gentlemen there are averaging. And it got younger. And it got younger because Al Davis well, they, died. Well, they they are consulting the Stratomatic guy to to football. <laughs> this right guy now. on the left is very nervously, like you know, biting his nails. Like yeah. the guy, the guy on the left making the pick is like Al would like this. And they're like, don't worry about it. He's dead. Doesn't make a difference. It's fine. If this is Eifert, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I don't want Eifert. You don't want him? No, I don't love the Eifert. Okay. At this 13 now, I don't even care Does it anymore. Matter? I don't even care anymore. They've blown the draft. They did. I don't mean that in a filthy way. No. I just mean... They just screwed it up. They screwed up the draft, as I knew they would. As only the Jets can. You know what's frustrating, though? They've got Idzik now. We had hopes for Idzik. Yeah. Maybe they bring some sense and sensibility to this. <laughs> with one of the Paltrow. <laughs> First of all, we've gone with Trip to Bountiful and yeah, now it's looking, they're looking a lot more like Howard's End, I think. I don't, I don't <laughs> this show is very delicate. It's a sensitive show. It's a journey. More than anything. <laughs> Starring Emma Thompson. Always. I, I, always I, Emma Thompson. I almost feel like... Kath, do you ever get Emma Thompson? Looking like Emma Thompson? No? Do you ever get what? That's not. There's not. When is the game gonna start? When do they start playing the sport ball? When are they gonna play the sport ball? That's. I mean, we're. It's very confusing. It's very confusing. The Raiders have selected Geraldine Page. The Raiders. Who the Jets probably could have had. Who the Jets could have easily had. Easily. Easily. And you know what? He probably won't be on the pup to start the season. Probably. Just saying. Oh, boy. Do you get the feeling at this point you just want this pick to be over with? So I really do. Home. I really do. So the Jets are on the clock. We're back. At Dan, Jet fans, we're back on the clock. All right? What are we going to do? What are you going to do? This is Ryan Nassib time, right? We're in. This is Matt Barkley time, right? <laughs> this is Gino time. Warmack's gone. He's gone. He's dead. We got nothing. Is this Corderell Patterson time? No, no, no. I don't want him. I'm saying the Jets will blow this pick and do something stupid. Like Kenny Vaccaro? And take a guy they have already. They could put Vaccaro back there. Why not? The hope here is, honestly, every Jet fan, the hope here is they trade out of this pick. Can they be Tessio and make the smart... Who's that celebrating? Who's that celebrating? Oh, that's DJ Hayden. Don't panic. That's okay. We didn't draft another cornerback. Boy, they are really trying to make up for Revis. Step, step. 
stop. Give me some of that. Go ahead. We have Coors Light Towers here at Blue Haven. Cal, you want a little Coors Light? No. No. It's gotten so upsetting. So the Jets, five minutes left on the clock. Let's hope they take the whole ten minutes again. Just to further illustrate that they, Wow. There's a picture of DJ Hayden with his shirt off that he took himself. You think they take Star? Yeah, well, how do you pronounce it? Le- Steph, you take Star here? You take Sharif Floyd here? I would take Floyd. I cannot believe something's wrong with this guy. That's the problem. If you take Floyd here, something's wrong with him. Now you're stuck with him. <laughs> right. Sharif Floyd is, is the best player available right now. I mean, if you, I would not have a problem with that pick. Oh, mad is not a word... That and not, and, not a, and there's no there's no Jarvis Jones possibility, right? Right. Well, there's a huge possibility. There's a huge possibility here. I, I would. That's my fear. I would quote I John know. Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's not a big enough word. Not a big enough word for how I would feel about that pick. Hate Geno Smith. Hate is not a big enough word because they took Demo. And there's Geno Smith. Every time you say it, they put him up on the screen. And there's Geno Smith texting, I'm a Jet. <laughs> All right, here it is. He's running around Radio City with his arms outstretched like a, like a Jet. Look, here's the thing, guys. They've blown the ninth pick, but they do have a lot of options here at the 13th. Hopefully they trade out and uh, generate more picks. Now they're down to four minutes, so I don't think they are. Well, they're trying to trade again, I bet. They're trying to trade out again, and everybody else in the league is sort of saying, like, what what do you define as I have to ask the question and this is not to jinx anything, it's actually quite the opposite to sort of flush it out. What do you define as your contingency pick here? If they don't trade the pick and they're gonna take someone, who 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 do you settle for here? Who's like the If they take the, Floyd, I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. What, okay. What's the worst? What's the worst thing they could do here? What would be the worst pick they could do? Ryan Nash. <laughs> Ryan well, Nash. We, 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 we know that's not going to happen. We do? How do we know I'm that? Pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. And if it happens, I, and I've caused it to happen, then... Uh, i tell you, the guy I would like you know. to see them almost select here now is I. Is now go offense at some point. But you didn't want to. You just said not even three minutes ago. You know, I don't want to. Cal, Cal, it's a fluid situation. We're in the war room here. I'm changing my mind. Can they at least get some offense? There's no no fighting. It's the war room. There's no fighting in the war room. Thank you, George. I think he's the best option right now. Can you do something for the offense? You know, can can you give some sort of... Uh, indication that you care about scoring points. You're not going to win every game 7-6. Ever. Anymore. They're not going to lose a lot of games 7-6 this year. That's true. They're going to lose a lot of games 37-6. Would Manti Teo be the worst? That would be the worst. There it is. Good job, Cal. What do you think, guys? They want to trade out? I would take Jones here, though. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kill it. I would rather Eifert. I would rather Eifert. I think they need to go offense at some point. But I, I tell you what, if it was Sharif Floyd, I wouldn't be upset. 
I mean, somehow this guy has slipped down to 13. I think there's a problem there, and I don't want to get stuck with the problem. Cal clearly has his drug his drug test. It's a deep trap. The, uh, so trade down. And again, Sal looks sorry. I mean, Sal, I want to go to the Irish wink after this. Like, Sal looks like he's a coach. Minute 30 left for the Jets. His teeth are extraordinarily white, too. They sure are getting their money's worth on the clock tonight, these guys. Run it all the way down. Uh, Now they're showing Geno Smith, which would just bring hilarity. Hilarity to Jets Nation. Um, You know, here's the thing, guys. I would take him. I think, again, the Jets have tried to trade out of this pick, and they haven't been able to. I think that's it. Now we're down to a minute. And we get into the red again. Couldn't we have a pick before the red? So it looks like we know what we're doing. All right, here it is. No, it's not here yet. Yeah, this is. And the pick is in. And the pick is in. With uh, with a whole 40 seconds left. They've had the camera on Geno Smith for five minutes straight. They have had the camera on Geno the whole time. I would take him. I'm sorry. Are we, are we going yeah. I would take him. Cal wants Geno Smith. It's on the record. I don't want him. Eddie Lacy. Are we going to go Eddie Lacy? Eddie Lacy. No, too soon. Too soon. ESPN is willing this to happen, by the way. Yeah, ESPN is officially trying to will Geno Smith to the Jets. There's, there's a producer in the war room saying you've got to make this pick. Please, please make this pick. Please, please. Please take Every writer at the New York Daily News is like, oh, man, it's gone so well. Please take Geno Smith right now. Please. I would have material for the next six months. Please. They want Manti Teo. They want Teo. They do. They do want Manti Teo. Once again, Roger Goodell is apparently taking, it was in the West Wing, just, you know, watching porn, and it's taking four minutes to get to the stage. I think that's a leap. Well, what's he doing, Cal? I don't think he's doing Look, I've been in Radio City. It's not that big. Get to the stage. I mean, gee whiz. My goodness. And Goodell, Roger Goodell, who really could stop concussions tomorrow in the NFL if he wanted to. Here, Vicaro, it could be. Gino Smith. Sheldon Richardson, Uh, defensive tackle from Missouri. And I would use the word to describe Jet fans right now at the draft as confused. He's a second team all SEC, (laughs) at least. Oh boy! So I, I Sheldon, Sheldon, he does your taxes. He's not a defensive tackle. Steve, I want to go back to what you said earlier. This if you have a root canal, Sheldon's your man. I want to go back to what you said earlier this evening. You were very, you were very clear, very definitive. Rex Ryan is not making these picks. Yeah. Would you, like to, would you like to revisit that? I would. Please. I would like to rescind that entirely. Rex, Rex Ryan is making all these picks. I mean. Look, it, it doesn't matter where they had him ranked or how good he is. He's a defensive tackle on the worst offensive team in the history of the NFL. The worst. And he's a 4-3 defensive tackle, no less. And they play a 3-4. 
I, I can't. I can't. Cal, I can't. I can't. This has not gone well tonight. What? I, I just, it just doesn't, I, I can't. I have no words. Nope. I think you need to, to go to the bathroom. No team has had two of the top 13 picks in the draft in like 15 years. And, and this is what. Hate, hate is not a strong enough word. But it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't get it. Look, I know the guy's a player. He's a fine player. What are you doing? But it's not what they needed. It's not even remotely what why, they need. Sorry, why, why, why him over Floyd again? There, there are a lot of mocks that had him over Floyd. Something's wrong with Look, Floyd. It's, it's, and maybe they know something that he slipped all the way to 13. I'm not killing them for taking him over Floyd. I'm killing them for taking him, period. It's not a need. This is the worst offensive. Look, Mark Sanchez right now is somewhere in Southern California going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? There are 22 starting positions on the field, right, on offense and defense. They probably have, what would you say, nine? Nine. Nine Nine positions to fill. Right. They They just just took two players where they have the position filled. And depth. And depth. Not only are they starters, they've got depth. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. The podcast. Steve's walked out. I've I've never seen him this upset. Oh no, this is uh, ridiculous. I told you. Well, you know, it, it, it's 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 all too much, all too soon. I mean, the fact that this is coming on the heels of of the Revis trade is just it's, it's, that, that's that's a lot. That's a lot. I think for any Jets fan to really have to. To, to absorb, well, right? Well, specifically, Sam Pete. I mean, Dan, this is we've seen this movie before, right? We've seen this before with, with uh, yeah. I mean, this is it, my 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 fear. Now, this went this actually went much more horribly than I expected it to. But my fear was that they didn't get Austin that, that he would get this sort of reaction. You know, you, you got to figure they had a contingency plan. For that happening, and this must have been it. But I, I wonder if that was the, if that was the pick that they were gunning for with the nine. What I what I don't like, what doesn't feel right to me, is the fact that they took so long with their with their time. They had ten minutes on the clock four times. They ran it all the way down, and this is what they wound up with. I, I you have to think they were trying to trade it, right? Or is it indecisiveness? I mean, what 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 is it? If 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 you if you want to believe what you read, that you know things that that jet decisions are going to be by a two thirds majority, right? Uh, well, if Rex Ryan counts as two thirds, you know, no, but I mean, if that's the case, then then is it a fact that they couldn't get a deal done, or is it the fact that there's some discord or disagreement between the new regime and the old? Part part of me feels like they're trying, like like they're in there trying to work deals and they're trying to make their pick. And Rex Ryan is just jumping up and down obnoxiously, saying, "No, take this guy, take this guy, take this, you got to take this guy." And finally, they just relent and like, "All right, fine, we'll take him." Hard. It's. I mean, you never know what's going on behind the scenes, the scrambling going on there. But it is. It's tough to watch two first round picks go by and we still don't have an explosive player on offense. And two, and two we don't high have, picks. Right. Nine and 13, it's not like you leave the first round. And it's just more more on the defense. It's, it's, it's disappointing to say the least. But again, but again, how much, I mean, you know, throwing it out there, how much of that is due to the Jets botching this draft? Or how much of that is due to the fact that this was not an offensive-rich draft pool? 
you wonder, I wonder, are the are the offensive linemen who got picked early on? Is it because that they are tremendous talents, or is it because we just we are bereft of skill players in this draft, and those are safe picks? I think I think I, I think I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter. I think those are clearly safe picks. But you know, it, knowing that, why would you not build for next year then? You know, don't. What are you doing? Trade the picks, trade down, and then get your get your skill players next year. They're not they're not going to have a good year. No matter who they drafted this year, they weren't going to be a playoff team. So you're going to have a high pick next year. I just don't understand it. Just it's like it's disappointing because I thought Izik was going to come in and, and kind of change things over. And it's just I had the same old Jets. I'm sorry. Well, you know, as as a as a as you know a spectator of the draft. You know, we we want to we want something to cheer about. We we don't know obviously we don't know where this is going, but I think the mantra of Jet fans has been, Idzik seems like a, a seasoned, smart GM, and we feel like we've just got to trust him, and just watch the plan unfold. And so, you know, this is kind of part of it. It's just there's not much to jump up and down about right now. It just doesn't make it, but still, it doesn't make sense. Like, I understand we have to trust them and let it unfold. I, I can't logically come up with a reason for this, though. I can't, can you? I mean, what do you think? How, what, how do you feel, Dan? Do you like these picks? Are you okay with them? I, I think the, Mill, the Milligan pick is an awkward pick. It, it, it seems awkward, but, um, you know, I, I can only read this as the the, the gaping holes on offense, they just did not feel like they wanted to waste an, you know, a mid-round, a mid-first-round pick on the talent that was available. And, you know, that is like the blight of the Jets, right? We have a 9 and a 13 in the draft where there's no explosive right. players. Right. You know, and, 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 that's, and why, why couldn't it have been another year, basically? And that's, we're just going to have to live with that. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they could have traded down. I really, they sh- they could have traded down, or maybe they couldn't have. Maybe they tried, and they couldn't have. And they and that because that would have been based on what they took. The prudent thing would have been to trade down and acquire more picks. But I don't know. Do we lose here? Go ahead. Am I on? Yeah. Yeah. When my heart drops in the draft is when I watch the Patriots pick. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, right. wow. Oh, we could have yeah, had that. Yeah, we could have had that. How'd they do that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like they put some sort of spell on the entire exactly. league. And nobody, can, nobody thinks of that possibility. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, at, at 31, <laughs> they've just so started running back. Do the, do the safe picks, does this just all underscore the idea that, granted, we know, we know that the Jets are looking at a rebuilding year. We we know that they're probably not going to make the playoffs. We know that that you know they're they if they're lucky they're looking at four to five wins. But is this does all this underscore the idea that that Rex is a dead man walking? I think so. I think I think it's very clear he's a dead man that, walking. That Rex is a dead man walking. I think it's very clear he's a lame duck, and I think that he's this was his desperate attempt to hold on to some sort of control over the game. I mean, look, he's got now he's got two chips there for his defense, and I think the devastating thing as a fan to watch this unfold right now is that we're so desperate to see something new on offense, and now and and right now we it's just it's hard to it's hard to accept that we're not right now. 
Well, and, and let's, you know, that brings up a very good point that Tim Tebow is still on his roster. Let's not forget that. Yeah. Talk about, you know, things. And, and that's hard to believe. And it goes back to the mantra of it, it seems like a smart, reasonable man, and we hope his plan makes sense. But, but it's, it's hard to watch this roster look, you know, look the way it does right now. It, it's hard to hear about minicamp. And, and, and Tebow in a jet jersey still with 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 what we just endured. I mean, we want. I think we wanted so badly to believe that Izik was going to come in and change things that maybe maybe he wasn't. Maybe he wasn't. You know, maybe we were wrong about him. It's, it's, it's too early to, to to write him off, obviously. But in his first draft, I don't think he covered himself in glory. Hard to say. I mean, you know, again shifting expectations with the Jets. He didn't cover himself with glory, but the truth is, I mean, you know, if, if there wasn't a deal to be made and he was forced to make the selections he did, they are safe choices, and and, and you one would have to think this is just the first step in a long journey for this team. You know? well, we're going we're gonna to find out when Steve, if Steve comes back and he's all on board with Steve, these things. Steve's never coming back. He might not come back, that's true. I don't know where he just disappeared. There he is. Steve just bought a Seahawks jersey. And he's moving to downtown Seattle. We're gonna we're gonna bring Sam Pete back in right now for, yeah. uh, for a final word yeah. on the draft. Um, it's good to be back, yeah. Steve. 2013. I just draft. got wrapped up in an unbelievable conversation with some Jets and Giants fans. Uh, super passionate. What, what do you got? Do you come back with a different perspective? No. Okay. Uh, but I did come back with the perspective of the Jet and Giant fans. What do you got? I want to know. They love Milner. Really? Love it. Wow. They are crazy about that pick. Uh, the Giant fan, of course, said they're doing just what the Giants do. doesn't matter what you have at the position. You take the best player available. So our disagreement then became Milner's not the best player available. At that point, he wasn't. Yeah. Um, and the Jet fans are like, you have to replace Revis. Uh, but you take the best player available, and it's a good pick. And then who's our starting defensive tackle? So now we have one. I guess I guess Kendrick Ellis, who they took two years ago in the third round, who's going to be the starting defensive tackle. Doesn't matter. I disagree, but we had a great, passionate, fun conversation about it. Good. What's that? No, I I was done with that. I think they were getting upset with me. Uh, because I was t- still touting Tavon Austin. <laughs> still trying to make Tavon Austin somehow be on the Jets. And and what are you going to do with the Tavon Austin jersey that you sew together? Charity. Charity. Yeah, we give that to charity. together himself. Hey, before we leave, Red, Redskins guys, what do you got? Guys. Guys. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. Hey, take it easy. I didn't call you a, you know, a serial rapist. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, you, you, almost. What do you guys? You guys don't have a first, right? Right. Oh, that's fine. That's worth RG three. That's worth RG three, absolutely. So you guys don't pick till the third? No, we got fifty-one second round. What do you think? What are you? Where are you going? It'll be a need pick and best available. Need pick. Second round, I, the kid from Boise State, I don't know his name, but that's okay. who they're targeting. But he Can, might not be there. How much do you love RG3? I love him. Is it awkward? A little bit. <laughs> I mean, I was in like a serious state of depression for like three weeks when he tore his ACL. 
It was really yeah. sad. <laughs> if you need a quarterback, I think the Jets have a couple of that. Yeah, we, we, we have a bunch of corners. Yeah, we're, but we're filthy with them. Lousy. They have no access to trade, so. Uh, so it doesn't matter for the Jets. Uh, <laughs> thank you for coming down. Good luck in the draft. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Um, so I, I did ask the Giant fans who they thought or who they would like now as the draft is breaking this way. Um, and they said uh, Ogletree. Not 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 foot. What's that? Not 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 foot. Not foot? I think Floyd withdrew from the draft. I think that's the reason why he hasn't been picked. Sharif Floyd politely declined being drafted. You know what? I'm good. Ogletree has been kicked around as the Giants pick for some time. I mean, I had a big lunch. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.